second folks because this is how we started talking during movies oh with a nice cold beer now this is a I weird one for me uh because i'm having a beer at 3 20 in the afternoon usually it's 10 30 in the morning so <laughs> I was say it's friday it doesn't matter now joining us along with you johnny what's happening man hey everything everything's happening yeah exactly. i like it yeah i like it we gotta we gotta i'm gonna have to turn this fan off because it is gonna it's gonna be the death of me for the sound. There we go. That's a little. That's that's gonna. It's incredible how much sound that was producing. I know, I isn't it? Turn that off. Like I can, you can hear everything. Wait a minute. I can hear everybody thinking right now. Actually, that's right. That's that's how that's how that's how we like it. Some ways. So we are um, in honor of uh, Deadpool two coming out, and yes. in the in the love of the antihero that is Deadpool, <laughs> uh, we're doing Deadpool today. So we're. Kids, we're queued up at 10. This is um, this is coming live. We're gonna actually going to post this right after. Uh, I'll do a quick save, and then we're going to drop the music in and uh, post this right away. So let me get to some schoolwork really quick. We are brought to you by the wonderful Experience Firm. Define, design, deliver. Elijah May said he was going to be here, and classic Elijah style, he's already 20 minutes late. <laughs> he's so, more drinks, I hear. So. Yeah, so with, with that said, um, Elijah, that's all you get for a read. We do have a sponsor that's helping us out with our t-shirts. Uh, we're, we're doing a new thing now where I don't want to make any money on shirts. And in fact, what I want is I want sponsors to pay for them. And then I'm assigning them to a celebrity. And then that celebrity is selling them for us. Cool. Awesome. Do I, do I count? You can count 100%. And then it goes to your favorite charity. 100%. Not this 100% of profits. 100% of 100% of everything <laughs> goes to the charity. I have a, I have a college uh, charity for my children for your that, for your children yeah i have i have a fund it's called the poor needy and greedy and uh i have rent you have rent <laughs> <laughs> in austin it's just it's just called rent yeah. so we're doing that we're doing it with um jesse maypalooza and we're doing it with katrina schlode so we're getting those designed which is going to be fun um so they're and doing that for us is uh, succulent studios out of los angeles they do mail order succulents I gave them the hashtag, don't be a prick. They seem to like it. Well, they haven't told me no. There they sent go. me some talking points, but we're doing this one hot and live, so they're getting this read cold. Succulent Studios will deliver you succulents. Uh, think of it like, what's the, um, the what's the people that, the, the deep blue, blue rising? I don't know. They, they, they deliver food? you something? They, they oh, deliver you a cookie company. That you, well, there's the, well, there's like the but they, they, it's, no, because you get it monthly. You get it, it's yeah. like a subscription. But you get food from a blue Ooh, apron. Bicep. Have you seen bicep? Blue, yeah, yeah. blue apron. Yeah, blue yeah. apron. So it's, sure. it's like blue apron for succulents, but you don't eat them, right? You just make your house beautiful and you make the earth greener and better. And I guess they're awesome because they're easy to take care of, and they love them. So we're gonna get a succulent. Up. It's gonna be our little. Um, it's gonna be our little studio buddy. I'm waiting for that to there come in go. the mail. We're gonna have to name him or her. I don't want to assume gender. I know that that's a bad thing these days. So we're gonna. Well, we should set up like a compost delivery. Compost like, delivery? Yeah, because you could just like make it on the way there. You know, it's like a, it's if we did a compost delivery, 
would it be cool? We just call it shit stinks, right? <laughs> gross shit. <laughs> just grow some shit. I've got an idea. Stop complaining and grow shit. Uh, that's that's what we know. Uh, today I'm drinking uh, my friends from Hops and Grains, a little pellet powder. We've got some other beers in. You've got some Jameson whiskey over there. The Irish side is ready to go. It's almost, it's almost gone already. It's almost gone already. already. Well, you're we're not at, at, at the bar. I know. We're not at the bar. Which, hey, by the way, uh, thanks for reminding me. Thanks to Dirty Bills. I know you guys are always here, but today we are at Work Well East Austin, yeah. a new a co-working space, beautiful design, beautiful layout, wonderful people here. Uh, John Kelly brought us in. Uh, I know you know him very well. You set all this up. I want to thank him for letting us come and crash the party and, and do this on a, on a Friday in Austin. But um, if you're a company out there and you're looking for a space, this is this is the jam. This is beautiful. really nice. Yeah, it's beautiful. beautiful I think the smell alone is very enticing. It is. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. With the it's users, a, it's, it's it smells nice. It really does. It does. So with all that it's said, from shit stinks to. We went from shit sinks to how nice it smells. Yeah, because guess what? They're not doing. There's not a compost startup here. This place would smell like shit if there was a compost startup. It's all about the narrative. It's all about the narrative. So here we go. Deadpool. If you kids are queuing it up, we're at 10 seconds. We're at 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 seconds in. You know where we're at. The big 20th Century Fox is there. Sam Tripoli would probably find 20 different satanic meanings in the number of palm trees in the background and everything else. God bless you, Sam. I love you. So Deadpool is interesting to me. Deadpool 2 came out um, Thursday night at midnight or out officially today, Friday, however you want to count it. I wanted to bring you back, Paul, because one, superheroes. Two, Deadpool is this unique anti-hero. I mean, this is a guy who cusses, has sex, beats people up, and kills them for no reason in a cool red suit. And with swords. With swords and guns. Yeah. And just... How do you, in the evolution of all these other superheroes, I think Deadpool is a perfect place as, and especially Ryan Reynolds because of the self-deprecation. He's no, the sure. perfect asshole. Perfect, perfect asshole. Perfect Absolutely. asshole. I mean, if Jason Bateman was younger, he probably could have given this a run or a little Maybe. competition. Yeah, yeah. It right? would really dry though. It Jason, would. <laughs> he's super dry. You know? His delivery just wouldn't, it wouldn't be as dramatic, I feel like. So I, I feel like Ryan Reynolds was actually made for this. So I, I, I'm excited to watch this movie because the last show we did, speaking of superheroes, the last yeah. show we did was Iron Man. Yep. And and what was number one in downloads, by the way? Katrina Schloed slaps. Oh, we with her, didn't we? You beat her. She's averaging 100. And, we're doing 189 downloads a day, and of that, she's doing like you're still Iron Man's still doing like 40 or 50 See, downloads now, a day. Now what we're gonna find out though is that is that because <laughs> it was me or is that it was Robert Downey Jr. I'm saying it's still because of you. Right, good. You I'm know. going with that. I'm going with that. We're, we're now, running with that. Now, here's, what I, here's what I love about Deadpool, right? So we went from, we talked about it. We went from the first superhero to break the wall of identifying who he is. Yeah. And now now this is the guy who broke the fourth wall, right? This is the character that... The wall within the wall. He's not the actually in the, the comic wall. book. He's he, he breaks the seal. Yeah. And, and, and shows you what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. So I'm excited to watch the movie. I mean, I'm excited. I, I, I love... The cinematography of this film. Incredible. I mean, it's absolutely yeah. incredible. From every fight scene to the opening, the slow motion, and the way they break it down. Sure. The way that it starts in the middle, goes back to the beginning, goes back to the middle, goes to the beginning again, and then you get to the end. I'm really excited. I, I, I saw in the previews, uh, he, he has the same taxi driver in part two. Yes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited to see how the relationship has moved forward. 
and some of the advice that he gave him from the from Melinder <laughs> the, the the crisp high fives right you know uh, and it is I mean this is your typical cab now as a kid I did it and I still do I still catch myself doing it sometimes do you do the hand out the window just waving it along oh, like yeah. the air yeah. Yeah. yeah I think everyone still does it right I feel like it's a very like Austin thing too to do so this is what I do in a new I was going to ask. So, was, in an Uber, do you sit front I, I, seat or back seat? No, I, I, if somebody pulls up in a in a rideshare car in an Uber, and I'm the guy who knocks on the front window, and I'm like, I'm not sitting in the back of your freaking car. This is not a taxi cab. And so I love how he's like, screw this, I'm not sitting in the back. I'm, I'm just going to haul it right up the front. Oh, see, I drive. I go. I go. Good time. 100% driving Miss Daisy. I'm like, you get me there. Be quiet about it. All right, I'm sitting in the back. I don't need to chat. I, I didn't. I didn't pay for you to speak to me. Yeah, I did not. Like, I, in fact, not. in fact, I want to pay. I want a discount. The last guy he was batshit crazy, and he told me that his dad invented the fajita. And I'm like, meat and tortilla? That's been around forever. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think your dad invented the fajita. He's like, he no. It. He made it. Yeah, he's like, he, he did. was the first one to make it in a grill. Yeah, he was like, I, I made it. I made. I was the first one to do that Applebee's, <laughs> and therefore I invented oh God, it. Applebee's. Suck it. I and I was like, I don't believe that's true. He's, and he got really upset. Like, first of all, this is why I'm in the back seat. Right, yeah. You never know what he's carrying up No. It's, you know, and it's, but you know, teach their own. I'm, if your dad invented the fajita, I, I, don't, I still don't believe you, but whatever. So this came out, what, two, two years ago? Two years ago. 2016? 2016. Yep. 90% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. Available everywhere. Stupidly good. Stupidly good. Really, really good. Not, you know, um, and what's amazing is that he went from his first superhero movie, Green Lantern, not as well. Not Dumb. even close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I guarantee most people that are listening or will listen probably forgot that he wasn't Green Lantern. <laughs> he brings it up in this movie, which I love, right? Yeah. He's yeah. off, if, if, for anything, please don't make the suit green. Right. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's hilarious. I do wish, you know, there's, there's parts of me um, that, I, you know, in Marvel's, and all the superhero movies are trying to do this, but I would like them to take a kind of a hard left turn and go really deep into the bad guy here. Absolutely. And the whole program that happened. Now, I know that would be super dark, right? That'd just be a movie about just horrible shit happening around the world. But that's, in, that's, that's you know, I, I, because the, the villains always have such a substantial role as to why the superheroes even congregate, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and especially in the Marvel Universe. And so it's, you know, I'd love to see a, uh, movie that's just you know like Magneto. What's Magneto's background, right? From yeah. X Men, and, and and just like kind of dive deeper into that. Because you get snapshots of it, right? You, you get you little snapshots, yeah, yeah. but you don't get. Like, oh, hey, I get it. He's an asshole. Yeah, like, you know. And now we got to you know somebody's got to do something about it. But it's funny how the almost DC perhaps is proving that we don't want to see the main characters in the in the bad films. With, yeah, it, it, with those bad characters, it, it's the lesser known, the, mo the the lesser substantial. Uh, evil villains that that might have a story, might have a narrative that people are excited about. I would think so. Do you um? Have you ever walked on a tab? Walked on a out on a tab? Yeah. A bar tab? Or any tab? I went to Arizona State University. I mean, that was Tuesday. Of, uh, <laughs> statute of limitations <laughs> is up. I think you're safe. By the way, <laughs> by the way, if you can get out of the bar, get uh, out of the bar without paying. Oh yeah, of course I have. But, but frankly, no, not intentionally. Not intentionally. I mean, of course. But I certainly have completely oblivious of the fact that I had a tab there that I was supposed to close. That's the whole point, right? I've walked out on tabs and it's not because, it's just because I forgot about it because I was so fucking drunk. Yeah. You know, it's just not a... And, it, and it's worse when you realize like a month later, you're like, ah, that's where my credit card was. 
right. <laughs> way, way the heck back at that bar, way, way back when. Wait, that, that's right. how rough that night was. Well, and you go back, place. and they're like, "Yeah, who are you? What are you?" So about a month ago, I was here. Yeah, I think you'd remember me. I'm going to be an <laughs> exceptional tipper if you still have my fucking credit card. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. We already took forty percent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Already, that's what I loved about, and it never, it's never really taken off like I thought it would. But that's what I loved about Tabbed Out, because I could walk out of a bar, sure. and when I got geographically a little ways away, boom, I was my closed my tab yeah, and tipped in twenty percent. Yeah. How that didn't take off, how that didn't change, or how things didn't work out that way, I have no idea. It's hard to get drunk people to adopt any form of technology. So it's, it's true. Yeah. And, it, and the thing is, it's like getting, and, and all you're trying to do is make the drunk person's life easier. Exactly. Right? Like just fucking right. leave. Yeah. Also, I think it has to do with the fact that people don't want that much tracking these days. You see, there was, just, there was just a big announcement about how Ticketmaster put a bunch of money into a facial recognition yeah I saw that platform oh, so that man, if you just I... walk into a venue or a concert they can charge you because I saw your face Johnny and and the backlash to that was a little bit like no hang on a second man yeah, if like I got in here illegally I got in here illegally there was some there was some insane ethical like you know yeah I, I went down the rabbit hole on that one and for those of you that don't have the ability to talk to me now like Fuck off! Right. <laughs> facial recognition has been happening for decades. The government it has. Uh, Informix had a wonderful facial recognition database system that they used in um, in Sweden to help with uh, the police to, to track people through all the cameras. Sure. I mean, it's been around a long time. It has been. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you but don't, now, you know, so as soon as somebody wants to use it in the private sector and it's to not charge the government, you. right? Yeah, it's like you know, suddenly. Suddenly, the world's going to end, and you know there's there's ethical and moral standards that they're uh, potentially obstructing. Yeah, it's best, a, best use of these scenes since the Matrix. Best use, hundred percent. I mean, this this is like the next generation of that that slow mo, move the camera around. Oh, and just and the slow mo where it it's it, it speeds up at the perfect time yeah, and the really guy does. loses his head. Bullet like time. Right, bullet as, time is what they called it with yeah. the Matrix. Yep. Yeah. Right when that guy's about to lose his head from the chain, it speeds up so that you don't have to see that in such slow motion. I don't know if you guys uh, play as much video games as I do, but if you play the video game Max Payne. No, I, I play the video game uh, Solitaire. So, that, that's a good one. That's a good one. It's been around for a really long time. My grandmother and I played it together. It is standing the test of time. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how they monetize it. <laughs> yeah, so is everyone. They're like, huh? it's a deck of cards, right? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. Yeah. I remember I had it on my on one of my phones back in the day on a mobile phone. It was a black and white screen. And I thought I was so good because I, you know, now I just look at colors. I'm like, oh, red goes with red. red right, black, there we right, go. right. That's fun. I'd be half drunk and still play solitaire before. Sure. I'd be fucking sober. Really look at those cards. I'm like, what do you mean I can't move that there? Oh, there never mind. <laughs> Black and white screen. <laughs> do you, um, so the evolution of, of these two characters, the, the angry teenage girl and Colossus, who is by far, I mean, they say he is the strongest superhero, which I find fascinating. Yeah. Eh. Who says that? I, I looked it up online. What? Listen, like, I do like some more. The Superman Flash race, right? You just need to put him and Hulk and Thor in a room. First of all, Flash defeats Superman. I, I, I in the comic. Yeah. No, he does in comic book series. It's a little FYI. So can Flash then make time go? Yes. Can he that, turn that's back how time? He, that's can how he, he find did. a way? He that's, went back in but, time and defeated Superman. So no, is Superman. no one going to catch on that 80s song? We're all so I was so into like the, the, the battle there. As if he could turn back time and if he could find a way. 
just, now I'm okay. not going to be able to forget that god awful song. I know. Now it's stuck in all weekend. You're right. welcome. Yeah, hey, that's okay. Right? I, I, it's, it's all good. I'm going to I'm going to play it as soon as I leave here. Fantastic. Um, no, but there's uh, Colossus is not the strongest superhero. Like, there's no way because Magneto can lift, literally lift him up. Could just pick him up, pull him in pieces, rip him apart yeah. like Wolverine, and, and then he's done. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's the whole thing with Wolverine, right? Like, there's no. It doesn't make any sense. So I find this interesting. I love this part of the movie because he's like, I have 12 bullets. Right. And now I need to kill these people. And it's, it's you know, it is because you wonder, like, you don't know the bullet count of the bad guys, right? You don't know where they're sitting, what's going on. What's bad guys never run out of bullets. They never run out of bullets. No, they don't. But he's like, I'm limiting myself to 12. Right. Here's my 12. And he misses and he misses. And I love this, you know. I love, I love the shot in the hand. You've seen the trailer for Deadpool 2 already? Yes. My, my, my wife cringed when, when he shoots him in the hand, mm-hmm. and they twist his hands around, and he shoots the guy in the head in the yep. car. It comes out, it's out, or it's out tonight? It's out. It's, it's out. out. Yeah. Already. All right, so we're going from here to the movie. We should have just ran out of movie theater. Right. Well, yeah, we should take. We should start here and then go to the movie theater right. and then do another one. I know. Well, I don't think me. I don't think Alamo Draft House would mind. I, my buddy uh, John Gross is, is is number two at the Draft House. Just be like, hey, listen, I know right, you're. I know it's been sold sold out for the last two weeks, but you guys mind squeezing us in? And we're, we're just going to sit in the front podcast. corner and talk over the movie. That's right. Don't, don't worry. Yeah. About <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna whisper loudly. I love the idea of it because it was like I remember talking to him about this. He's like, I'm not sponsoring you. Our thing is not talking during movies. I'm like, yeah, I know, right? Right. Yeah. So now send I'm getting here. So they just send him to me, and he's like, no. I'm like, 100. We're gonna do this. He's like, well, you can do one after a movie. I'm like, only if it's a super fucked up movie, one of those weird indie films that you guys play every once in a while with that quirky little director from any you know, from, any, from Yugoslavia comes rolling yeah, in. And he's like, I've exactly. got this movie about bats and butterflies making love and you're like great they sell out because they could ask him questions I'm like no don't ask him questions and we go to highball next door and we play a little game called what the fuck did I just watch and we have a good time you can do that with any Ooh. of the 1,200 criterion films oh yes or or, or brown bunny if, um, that, yeah I, I, there's, I, so, there's something a lot worse than brown bunny there are but I, I remember leaving brown bunny and I said that movie is so fucking bad so bad that I want other people's money back so there's a movie called Solo. I know Solo. It was by an Italian director that actually got killed for making the film, and I'm going to stop there. So if you can actually find a copy of it, uh, it's on Terrarium. If, uh, there you go. Uh, watch it. Watch it because it will change you as a human being, yeah. in in the most beautiful way possible. Just like the centipede will change you as a human being. <laughs> Man, who thought of that, right? Yeah, yeah, let's watch it. We're just, just going to connect their faces to acids. Like, it's going to be great. Yeah. Like, centipede. And they came out with, like, three of them, didn't they? They came out with three oh, of them. I think it's right. All gluten-free. They just all, keep adding uh, yeah. to it. <laughs> come, going back to our compost idea, right? Yes. I really think centipede was onto something. Centipede was onto something. So, here he is, and this is where the narrative changes a little bit, right? In this world of the anti-hero that we have, Deadpool comes and he's like, this isn't a movie about a superhero, this is a love story. Right. This is how much I love X, Y, and Z. This is how much I loved my girlfriend that I'm trying to get fixed. Right. I, but I, I, what I love about him is like, you know, every other superhero would be like, you know, because again, you see it with Colossus, don't kill him, don't kill him, don't kill him, and he shoots him right, like right in front of him. Yeah. So it's, it's great. Like he, just, he doesn't care if he has to kill him, he just kills people to get to get his shit done. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, it's, 
it's interesting that he is he is continually and will be always, you know, a um, a bad guy. Like he's a bad guy right here. Sure. He's a bad guy doing bad things in the vein for bad of, people. For bad people in the vein of being like, yeah, but I'm I'm kind of doing good stuff. He's relatable. He is he, relatable. He did not pay his bar tab. He did not pay his that bar tab. That, that's why I got the ninety percent in Rotten Tomatoes because we can we can all see ourselves. He didn't pay his bar tab, and that that guy in here who he makes fun of is wearing jeans straight out of Dallas with so much bedazzling going on. He doesn't know what the fuck to do. He's like, hey. Shout out to Dallas Jeans. Shout out to Dallas. Shout out to anyone in Dallas who owns a bedazzler and, and has true religion, you know, uh, shoes that they're running around Speaking in. Speaking of jeans, you, you guys saw they're trying to bring back Jenkos. Nope, they're not. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It was like a thing. I don't know if it's still a thing, but it was a thing momentarily. There was, there was a moment yeah. where it was a thing. You don't remember Jinkos? It was like they had pockets that went down below your knee, and like yeah. the, the legs were like this big. They were they were like if bell bottoms started at your asshole, and then like those were Jankos. Like, exactly. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, was, there was no, and then you know, it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, I, Did you I, like that because because that's, that's that's pretty good. I um, think I think a guy that was probably right like. 5XL, like XXXXL, invented those jeans and it was like, I really think skinny people would appreciate this as well. Probably. And so he just made the waist a little bit smaller but kept like the same leg size. This is like, here you all go. All the way through, yeah. More jean for your buck. More jean for your buck. They go on sale, you can cut them down. <laughs> I mean, breathable shorts. holes in them if you want. Breathable shorts, for sure. That, that, that's that's my favorite. It's like the jeans that already come ripped. And like, like, oh, I can't wait to buy ripped jeans. Like, who fucking pay, that, pay right? $100. Pay $100 <laughs> yeah. for them. I, I like look, to keep mine. them together. So yeah. Right. Yeah. I like to break mine in for years and years and years. And I get them right where they want them. And then I turn too fast in one way. And the ass rips out of them. I'm like, well, there's eight years of work. Down the shirt patch. It is. It's kind of like I mean, it, it works. It does. It works. Kind of. Sunglasses at night. Yeah, your nay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. As we keep going with the eighty song. I mean, exactly. I were, yeah. Can you? I mean, I think you can. Right? You can. You can do sunglasses sure at those. night. I'm not sure about that part. Are, you know, are those coming back? He gets rid of him quickly, right? <laughs> but you know, he gets rid of the girl stalker. At the same time, he is also the person who, in in getting rid of the stalker, is um, you know, he's still a bad guy. He's still going back to his bad bar to try to get into bar fights or start bar fights or fuck with someone in some way, right? And enjoying it. Yeah, that's true. Well, and this is this is pre Deadpool too, right? So I mean, he's like before yeah. he ends up actually being tortured to the point of releasing of his, no return. his inner superpowers. Yeah. Yeah. He develops which, a conscience. Which makes you think conscience. which makes you think, right? So you've got this Do you have an inner superhero? What does it take? Right. What does it take, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you have a business or not, where is that challenge of change that exists or doesn't exist in this, you? That 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 just took a turn for a very Profound uh, opinion that I'm going to let Paul answer. Well, that's, that's where I started. He, he actually develops, right? He becomes a hideous, awful bad guy. But what I love is how, in the narrative, he actually kind of develops a conscience. Because here, here is the guy who doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He's kind of an asshole. He's kind of a bad guy because he just doesn't care about anything. He doesn't. And suddenly, he, he does. Well, he starts to, right? But in caring about something, that piece. See, I think a lot of people think that the torture 
breaks his level and pushes him to a point. I believe the caring is what unlocked the hero in him. The caring of trying to get back to her, trying to go back to the love of his life. That is what unlocked his superpower, not the torture. And you just described why it relates to being an entrepreneur. Because you got to go through the torture, and you got to care about something. Yeah. And suddenly, it, it all, and suddenly it, it, you become a superhero. It's all about your why. I think it's yeah. about the torture. Yeah, we, we can ship that all day, right? Yeah, no, but it, but it's the truth, though, right? I mean, it's all about your why because shit's never going to go the way you planned. No. Uh, you know, people are going to leave. People are going to come. People are going to go. There's a lot of, of, of potential roadblocks in your way that you didn't you didn't plan for. You, didn't, mm-hmm. you can plan as much as you want, but yeah, I mean, shit's going to happen. So it's all about the why, right? The reason why he ended up turning into a superhero was his why. He wanted to get back to. But I think that's interesting. I think that's the point, though. You've got to get beaten down somehow. Oh, you have to. That's you where the to. superheroes come from. That's where the entrepreneur comes from. It, it's not just hey, I think there's a neat idea. I'm going to go start a business. There's a reason you've been beaten down, you've been tortured, you're, you, you start thinking about the world, why the fuck is it this screwed up? Let's why, fix why is that. It, why is it this hard? I mean, I joke around now, right? Like, I, I, I will joke around, I will see Vice President of Communications open. I'm like, I'm gonna apply for this job. Sure. I have 23 years of experience. I've done maybe 50 acquisitions, led comps on 50 acquisitions. I've led comps on $2 billion acquisitions before when billion actually meant something, where now it's like, Play money. How many billion? Yeah, I mean, really led publicly traded companies through shit and shinola and everything else, and they'd be like, "Yeah, you're just not qualified for this position. We need someone with ten years of experience and fifteen right. years younger than you." I'm like, "They can't be fifteen years younger than me and have my experience." Right. Like, yeah, but we don't want to pay you, and it's hilarious because then you get to a point where you are beaten down, where you are just you want to quit. And then an idea like this pops up, talking during movies. An idea like the experience firm pops up. A concept of doing something differently and saying, hey, you know what? Fuck off. Because here's what happens. You hire some dipshit with five years of experience, pay him 60 grand, you give him a VP title, and then guess what? That dumb fucker calls me five minutes later and goes, how do I do this? Right. Now I'm going to pay you guys $250 an hour to figure out my shit because I can't. Right. Because I'm fucking dumb because I don't have the experience and no one wanted to invest in me. Can we swear very much? No. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's, but you notice, I, this you is, but I mean, this I didn't is, say anything. I, I, I don't know if we established those rules. Yeah, I know. We, uh, we, uh, yeah. It's, it's okay. just, it's, it's a weird thing, and it, but it, it always amazes me that you know you want. But this is where, this is one of those things where entrepreneurs win, right? Where you go to a startup, you talk to entrepreneurs, you help them out, and they're like, now I know what to invest in. I mean, the last hurdle, personally for me is letting people figure out, if you ask them, and Elijah and I talk about this a lot, we'll sit down with someone and be like, what's the best way to get your product out there? And they're like, word of mouth. I'm like, where do you spend your money? Oh, I do PPC, I do SEO, um, I, uh, I redesign my website every six months, uh, I look at traffic, and I, and I just keep moving it around. I'm like, what's the best way to get it out again? Word of mouth. You don't invest any money in it, don't know how. Don't try, don't. And it's it's like that's the last that's the last goal for me of, of getting companies to a word of mouth point to doing things for their customers to doing things for their competition mm-hmm. that could be their future customers that challenge and change them and put them in uncomfortable and unique situations that have them talking sure that doesn't cost a lot of money but changes the format and shifts the paradigm of instead of them going to fucking Google he's got the shirt on so I'll say it but going to Google 
and being like typing it in and having someone go, I spent $75 on that ad word, so my customer acquisition cost is $75 every time someone clicks through. And that's fucking dumb. It, I, it, it's dumb, but the challenge is most most people, what's, what's fun about what you're doing with the show, Jason, and, and the fact that we're watching you drinking and cussing? I'm not a Jameson. Uh, it is, is storytelling is, is an exceptionally difficult thing for most people to do. And, and so part of this experience is the fact that we're kind of showing folks how you can just get on the microphone and tell a story. Just have a conversation. And, and we're showing folks, yes. And, and we're showing folks how the story that we're watching is, is world changing, right? It's culturally changing. It's societally changing. It's, and so the, the biggest challenge for an entrepreneur or a business owner or even just a working professional trying to get a great job is it's not easy to understand how to, how to tell a story until... What I've noticed, and that's that's what we keep driving at, perhaps, is until you go through that torture, until yeah. you get beaten down, until you, until you almost reach the end of your road, when you're like, you know what, screw it. You don't want to hire me? Fuck you. You, you, you don't see what I see with this opportunity in the market? I'm just going to go do it. And it's out of that magic that people suddenly start to figure out how to tell a story about what they're going through or what they've been through or what it means for everybody else. I'm going to go save mm -hmm. the world. Uh, I'm going to go save my girlfriend. I'm going to go change the way the market works, right? Until until that happens to a business owner or an entrepreneur, it's impossible, almost impossible yeah. to be able to tell a story with that kind of passion that folks go, ha, I get it. I'm willing to take a risk with you. I'm willing to go along with you on that journey because I see how much you care about it. I see, I see what you went through and I see that I'm kind of going through it too. Yep. And AdWords isn't working <laughs> I mean, I mean, for me. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a level, it's about being authentic. Yeah. You mm -hmm. need to be authentic. People can smell bullshit a mile away. But even beyond that, word of mouth for everybody isn't necessarily the best strategy. You know, like it's it, not, it's, but I but I think it's that last passion that no one wants to tackle. No, but what but no, but what I'm saying is and and, and I, I, I agree with you that the issue comes down to is, hey, listen, if I'm if I fucking if I make websites for a living, right, and and I'm a business owner and you come to me and you go, you know what? I, I think I need a new website, it's gonna solve all my problems. What am I gonna say to you? <laughs> Absolutely, right? Yeah. Let me show you what I have. $15,000 later, new website that's not properly set up for conversion because you didn't do the proper marketing to begin yep. with, suddenly you're hiring another professional to do it again. And so the, the, you know, the issue that I have is like, if you think it's expensive hiring an amateur, or if you think it's expensive hiring a professional, hire an amateur. Yeah. Because to your point, you end up coming back to us anyway to fix the bullshit that ended up transpiring. And a lot of times it ends up costing more money because we need to undo the bullshit in order to do it correctly. Yeah, and then you're like, I mean, you sit down and you do this, it's, it's, it's amazing, I mean, and it is, it's not analogous to Deadpool, it's, it's analogous to what Brock Reed called the fantasy theme analysis, right? Which is, and it's not fantasy as far as unicorns go in, in rainbows and, and everything else, it's the fantasy of, of, of culturally how we communicate. And you look at how these superheroes, you know, we're going through culturally a dark and changing time where there's a group where everyone's sensitive, there's another group where everyone's trying to throw out their face. I mean, <laughs> I talked to Tim Kennedy last week and, you know, the next day he pulls up and he's, he's waterboarding himself to say it's not torture and people are losing their minds. And Tim's like, it's not because it, you can't get hurt doing it. And, and he's like, so my definition of torture is you're physically hurt. 
Therefore, if you're not physically hurt, it's not torture. And that's a, and I'm not here to de- defend or, or, or actually, I'll tell you what. When I was across I the either. table, when I was across the table from Tim, I 100% agreed because you know, and not be, because he's a terrifying human being, and not terrifying in a bad way. He's just so nice, and yet he's a stone cold killer. But it's it, you look at all these the changing shift of the darkness of the movies. Getting back to this really quick, and you look at all this stuff that's happening, and you go, how it mirrors and what it does for us. And the changes that it makes and where it pushes us, it takes the hardened and fast people of the entrepreneurs, of the superheroes, of the people that are going to get these these enormous challenges. And it goes, you know what? I still need you guys. Sure. Fuck, I need you. I need. I, I don't just. I don't just need. I need your scars. I need your insight. I need your battle wounds. And most importantly. I, I need your resilience because I don't I don't have it. You, you know, know you, you make a really good point, and, and I want to give a shout out uh, to it's some of my family members in Illinois have an incredible nonprofit called Comic Books for Kids. Love it. And my godfather has been collecting comic books for over thirty years. I mean, I, I won't disclose the monetary uh, value of his collection over the waves. It's more, it's, uh, it's more than $5 less than a billion. It, exactly. It's, it's in that range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a good range. It's, it's healthy. <laughs> um, but they they started it with the purpose of providing comic books to sick kids in hospitals. Wow. Um, and they haven't even been doing it for half a year. They, they have exceeded their goal for the next three years and they've already got 50 hospitals. Uh, and it, my, since my godfather's been collecting comic books for so long, people just send it to him for free. So he knows all the distributors. And so, the, so to your point, the, in the times of need, you know, having those comic books for kids to then create their own tenacity right, mm-hmm. vicariously through these characters, I think is really important. So. Absolutely. You know, and it, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I, I, heard, I heard a person say this and I, and I really enjoyed it. It was, you know, tough times make tough men and women. Sure. And tough men and women work to create easier times. And those easier times make soft men and women. And in those times, tough men and women need to be created again. And it is a vicious cycle that we live in to where life gets easy, things get simple, Amazon drops it off at your door. Well, and it's like trust fund babies, right? Yeah. It's like but those in friends. those trust fund babies, in those, in those kids, money, yeah, for sure. We Listen, have a nonprofit. I've so. got a beautiful cult. It's called You Feel Guilty Because You Have Too Much Money. And I just take your money and, <laughs> and I make I, you I work. And I use it any which way I and want. And I use it any which way it I want. tax deductible. And it's 100% tax deductible. <laughs> uh, and that's what I do. Uh, it's coming out next week. Don't you worry about a thing. That's and you're all going to be guests. The good news is, is you can... We can talk about how you, how I spent your money on this podcast. It's going to be fantastic. There you go. We're going to take kids to movies. We will will validate your feelings and your ego. I will validate it all for a certain price. (laughs) Of course, yeah. Um, If you call now, very expensive price. (laughs) Where? um, Now, this is one of my favorite scenes. No, this is great. Yeah, this is great. So, you guys, you know, if for some reason you're a little confused on where we're at in the movie because we've been following it so closely, right? uh, Yeah. So, I mean, he found out he had cancer already. Yes, he's got he's got cancer. We found it out. We love this. The reference to the first Deadpool from the X Men, which is just like, well, horrible. Wham! Wake me up before you go go. 
I love He kind of looks like, uh, who is the Mortal Kombat character? With the... Oh, I've no idea. Uh, you were barking up a tree I've, I've that has just got no yes. legs over with, here. With the, red, with the red on his face and... The no, that's Kano. Uh, the, the, there was a, a Baraka, I think was his name. Baraka. Was Baraka. I, I could be completely fucking wrong, but that just sounds really correct to me right now. So Colossus is a kind of green guy. And green, animal-y guy. No, you're well, thinking of Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah, the guy that electrocutes Colossus, better, better change the subject. Yeah. But, but Colossus is so... He, but you find out that you know he's, he's made of metal or met skin, his skin is metal, whatever it may be. Um, it is... We get introduced to two X-Men that the, the other X-Men films never touched, which I think is interesting. I, I do think it's interesting, but I, you know the... The, I, I forget the, the female character, the female X-Men character they have, but she's not she's not Jubilee, and like her powers are very comparative, comparatively speaking. Yeah, it's not Jubilee. It no. is. So I'm going to tell you who it is really quick. I'm going to pull up my notes here. Uh, boom. Let's see. Is are these my notes? Those are what, not. What is, the, what is the Twitter for the show? Twitter for this show? Yeah. Talk during movie. Talk during movie. All right. Somebody tweet at talk during movie. Just get it, get at I'm me. I'm saying I'm gonna, that, that as though I'm live, and we're going to look at you. I'm going to look. At well, the funny thing right is, now. I'm, I'm going to pull it up because I'm. Uh, by the way, you know what's funny? Uh, real quick, as, as I'm pulling up my sense, because I, I, I sent you guys a little breakdown on this a little bit, but um, I did email Tim Kennedy last night because he was getting so much grief about waterboarding, and I said, "Hey, will you just waterboard me?" And, and he politely declined. He goes, Jason, we don't need to do that. <laughs> like he doesn't, he doesn't need me to come to his rescue. And, that, I, I, and say, that's I know, accurate. But, but you don't know what I know. Right? You got to get, get, get it out of me, please, please. Can you? He's like, no, I can't. I'm like, all right, well, it was worth a try. Make it very dramatic, do it in front of Congress. Very dramatic. Just do it somewhere, please. Here we go. So. That is not who, it. Who was who was the metal character that was in the X Men films? Briefly, Colossus. What, it was it Colossus. Yeah, that, that, I didn't. I he didn't, was more polished. He was he younger. Was, he was, he was yeah. a teen then. Yes. He didn't look like this Colossus, but it was right. Colossus. Yeah, that's interesting. Man. He's showing his age. He is showing his age, and he wasn't Russian in the X Men film either. I think he was, wasn't he? No, I don't know. he was. No, he wasn't. He wasn't pretty. I, maybe he moved away for a long time. I don't know. Uh, maybe he maybe he went somewhere, right? Who knows? <laughs> Let's see. Where is this? Talking during movies. Here we go. Um, nope, that's not it. You know, here, Deadpool. All right, so there's my Deadpool outline. I'm trying to find off, find out who this gal is. Whatever, somewhere in we have, here. We have a whole crowd of folks in the room here, which is new. Which is new for you. This is new. This is new to have some people around. Like I, there, there's like people actually trying to do business, and then there's. Well, see, you're sitting at an angle where you can see them. I'm sitting at an angle like where I don't. You can I'm, yeah, I'm, like I'm, I'm staring at somebody getting a massage <laughs> in, the, <laughs> in the massage chair. There you go. Just hanging out in the kind massage of chair. I like it. Pecs are bouncing back and forth as we. Well, I, 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 as we watch <laughs> Um, <laughs> we should do this in massage chairs next time. Actually, no, we wouldn't get anything done. We'd, we'd just fall asleep. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we would just fall asleep. There is a Sleeping show. during so, movies. So, so here's our evil guy. By the way, is this? I always find this interesting, right? When it comes down to the ultimate evil, it's always a guy in a suit and tie. It's always a guy in a suit and tie, <laughs> and in some way, he's working with or for the government. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's. 
He's a Republican. Well, you know, he's, he's a little weaselly. He's, I mean, this guy, he, he's got a little, he's not as doughy as most of them are, right? Right. But he, you can tell he's just a dick. He's gonna, he's walking out of this town for sure. He's got well, alligator I mean, arms. There, 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 you need, you need a, there's something to be said about what the fuck is he doing in this bar? You know, like, yeah. what, <laughs> out of all the people that are dying from cancer, how do they find the place where people go that, like, get hired as, you know, uh, assassins and you know uh, so it's, it's, it's interesting to me that he just happened to be there and oddly enough if this was a real bar this is a real bar that I would walk into right I'd be like hey what's going on guys how you doing assassin bar sweet can I get a shot of tequila I was in Chicago and I got lost I was walking around I'm just being an asshole I'm just hanging out and there's a there's a bar and I go to walk in and the person looks at me and I'm like hey. and it's like locked and then they buzz and it was like walking into uh, one of those fancy jewelry stores. So they buzzed me through the first door, and then they there's someone cracking a beer finally. Jeez, it took long enough over there. And then they buzzed me through we the need second a door. Example. Then they buzzed through the second door, and there's like people passed out, and there's some shit going on. And then like, the guy's like, "What are you doing here?" I was like, "I, just, I saw you." Rolling rocks for a dollar. I got corners for the pool table. I got, I got yeah. a box of rocks and I'm ready to go. Let's party. And right. he's just like, the guy looks at me, he's like, this is not the kind of bar you need to be in, young man. And at the time, I was bald, had a goatee, and I was like 320 pounds. I'm just like this doughy fat kid with a, with no hair. I'm like, what do you mean? I shouldn't be here? He's like, oh, you're not from here, are you? I'm like, no, I'm from Montana. This is amazing. <laughs> rolling Dollar rocks Dollar. for a dollar. Rolling rocks. What are you talking about? I feel like Montana has rolling rocks for like twenty-five cents. No. That's <laughs> an, uh, sir. That's an import. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> now, Molson Ice, twenty-five cents. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So where were you though? Like, I, I'm. Very I have no idea where I, I was around there. So, so I, I don't. I know that 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 person called me a cab, and then I went to College Street or College. I don't know some fancy hip part of downtown Chicago and Rolling Rocks was five dollars and Rolling Rocks were like twenty five dollars <laughs> right yeah I met some nice ladies and we had I partied and had a good time but good. Uh, but they no that 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 bartender was so kind quickly escorted me right out of there he was like and you sir you need to go leave this is not like, people are passed down everybody's having a great time what are you talking about if I can get that fucked up here like what, yeah I'm, I'm in what do I got to lose yeah what's that guy <laughs> sniffing off the off the mirror over there. Looks like, <laughs> looks like baby aspirin. Oh, looks like man. it smells good. He's yeah. getting after it. There's a lot of tables with mirrors and razors on them. I'm confused. <laughs> I thought I was every every, every bar in Miami. There's one oh, table in the corner for sure. with just a fucked up mirror table. I'm like, yeah. what happened here? Someone scratched it. Right. Did they? Yeah. Did they? With a razor. With a razor. Yeah. She so, is. Did we ever find out her name? I no, I don't. Oh. I don't have her name. She is. Uh, but she's teenage angst at its best. Like, well, I, that's I, what Jubilee was. That's why, like, you know, like, she, her, her powers are very, because Jubilee, like, you know, shot out fireworks and shit and, and had, like, very similar powers. And so. she's, like, kind of like, she creates explosions, right? She creates explosions and does her thing, but she is, she's typical teenage angst. Yeah. Like, this is what you assume a mad teenage girl wants to do. Blow you up or blow up this, the situation around them and that's they true. just walk away. Yeah. I do love her Sinead O'Connor haircut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, she definitely looks like her too. I mean, yeah, not, yeah, I mean, it, it looks like kid. it's been she seven hours and fifteen days since she last cut her hair. 
Yeah. Just, just <laughs> awful. Oh, jeez. <laughs> just awful. <laughs> on that note. Right. On that note, everyone's going to their phones being like, what? All right. No, no, I looked it up because oh, I, it up. I'm actually kind of curious. And I, want, I want whoever listens to the show to admit whether or not they knew this. I had no idea. Her name is Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Now, what happens when she grows up? I didn't even, I didn't even she realize that when I watched the movie. But does she get to change her name? If she's Megasonic Teenage Warhead, does she get to change her name in any way, shape, or form? He's the guy, the bad guy's getting away. The bad guy's getting away. He's not going to fix his face. Uh, because Colossus is in the way, and Megasonic Teenage Warhead, is she Megasonic, like... Megasonic. How do you know what that means? Does her name continually change, though? Was she Megasonic Prebubescent Warhead at one point in time? And now she's Megasonic Teenage Warhead, and then she's Megasonic Young Adult Warhead, and then she's like Megasonic Geriatric Warhead. And her kind of like Ballistic Missile. She's Ballistic Missile. Warhead. Would you... So, Paul, you can turn invisible, you can fly... Or you can regenerate like Deadpool and never die. What are you doing? Invisible. Invisible. Yeah, I, I think about all this daily. Say that. I, I, uh... <laughs> well, it's actually you know what I'm interested to know. Like who who is your favorite superhero of all time? Well, see, we had this we had this conversation. Before. We had a little bit of this where oh, okay. I basically well, I said I, I don't mean well, to reiterate. No, 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 it's, no, it's, no, it's, no, it's no. fine. It's fine. No, you, we, listen, I reiterate a lot of stuff. Don't worry about it. We're, it's not like it's it's a road less traveled. This podcast, We're like, oh, Jason's hey, going to repeat himself. Fantastic. Hey, hey, Especially hey, how much we hate trust fund we, we had the debate before about the different about Batman genres, right? So let, yeah. let's just stick with the X Men. Storyline. If you're question. doing the X Men storyline, yes, X Men, X Men in particular. Who's your X- favorite X Men character? I mean, my favorite is is for sure Wolverine, just because. Oh, Jack. I mean, I'm sorry, I got a man crush on Wolverine. He's a handsome right. fella. He's got an eight pack. I mean, roided up the gills. Usada is just can test his piss from a hundred miles away and be like, hot. But That's still, there amazing. Is, there is a picture of me in college. In tight black leather. We're gonna pause right there for a moment for you ladies to get your dollar bills ready. We're not. Paul, a, we're not. Paul a, only <laughs> takes money that folds, does not jingle. We're not at that scene in the movie. Yet. It's coming up. <laughs> We've all had our PDS. I, I I built a black uh, mask for my face that I could wear with my glasses. Because here's the problem being a superhero character during Halloween when you wear glasses, you're limited to Clark Kent, mm-hmm. or that's about it. So I built. Cyclops glasses, and I and I put a red laser pin in the glass in the goggles so that I could touch the side of the goggles and laser and someone just blind them. someone else. Be like, now you get to wear glasses. I, I had you so many what? photos taken of me that year because <laughs> I I swear to you I was Cyclops. It was perfect. Is that your favorite X Men character? And my point is that might be my favorite X Men character. Really? Because I could pull off Cyclops. Uh, but I can't I'm, really I'm, say, I, I'm not gonna lie. Cyclops is a bitch, and like the love story triangle between <laughs> yeah. Cyclops and, Rogue. and Wolverine and, and Rogue. Like, no, not Rogue. It was yeah, with, uh, Phoenix. 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 Well, she became Phoenix yeah, later that's on. Right. Yep. But yeah. first of all, you guys are missing the, the greatest character of all time in the X Men Marvel universe, and that exactly. is Morph. Morph is one of the most underestimated, untalked about, and unappreciated characters of all time. He was a good guy. So Morph has the ability to change into any superhero and leverage their powers. Same powers, everything. Like for how long? Uh, it's, it's indefinitely. Like Rogue. 
So no, well, when, well no, Rogue kills you, and she's got to like you know have sex with you to make it happen. <laughs> yeah, but Rogue's like I'm taking this, right? And you're yeah, yeah, exactly. Rogue Morph, robs you Morph and kills you. Does it? But but Morph was an outcast in in the X Men comic book series, and and was shunned by his fellow X Men, and eventually became a a bad person. Did you? Are you? Are you too young, or did you watch the nineties? Of course I did. Was Morph was Morph the, the crazy guy? Yes, he was. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He was a little. He was a little. He was a little crazy. One of my one of my favorite parts here, real quick on the side note. One, Gina Carano is in this love for a very very attractive woman who can kick anyone's ass. She's really good with gagging people. She's really good with gagging people. Yeah. She doesn't. I think every movie that she's in. Uh, as well as kicks them in the face. <laughs> but a joke starts here that goes on for 30 minutes. And I'm just wondering, how long do you let... Like, I mean, I will let jokes... I will run jokes for years. I don't care. I'll keep bringing them up. I don't care how mad it makes someone. I do it all the day. Elijah's in the back shaking his head up and down going, yeah, no, Jason never forgets never lets how... Go. I never let it go. And you he does this... laughing. He's still making the joke. And he does this thing where he's like, "You've got, so so you, you've so got yeah. something in your teeth." <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. And then he's like, "I made you look, ha ha ha." Yeah. And, but then the best part is, is forty-five minutes later in the film, he's like, "No, seriously, you have something in your teeth." Because right. he, just, he just, <laughs> I made you look once, right? So here we go. Now it's a party. <laughs> now, now I get a fuck with you. I mean, and I and I love the reference, by the way. Another because I I watched this. I remember setting my alarm for one a.m. and I snuck out into the living room, and we had HBO, and I turned on Cobra with Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> nice, great film. And Gina Carano's got the match, and when he gets ungagged, he's like, "Oh, are you you a big Cobra fan?" And I just I love. The idea of the, uh, of the references that come out of this film, not only to X Men and and to or the self-deprecation of Green Lantern sure. or to Ryan Reynolds being sexiest man alive, whatever it may be. The other part of going after these movies, these these shitty shitty movies. I mean, Cobra. It's fantastic. <laughs> so I'm, I'm crack, cracking open crack a bottle of jalapeno white wine. Seems sounds it seems counterintuitive. Awesome. I know, but we're watching Deadpool, so I figured, fuck it. That sounds like is it also warm? Because I brought well, it was cold. See, here's here's the thing. <laughs> we, we showed By up. the way, I've had for an hour stuff on ice over here, and you've just kept that warm in a basket. It was cold. I'll let me let me, <laughs> let me tell you my story. So I, I feel like you need to warm it up. No, we, we showed up, but I had a half a bottle of Jameson six hours ago. Well, there you That's go. True. And, yes. and now we've been sharing it all day because we keep having guests show up. And now That's I'm out true. of Jameson, you gotta so stop I've got to open my jalapeno. You stop sharing everything. Well, I mean, you have jalapeno I've got, white. I, I, I bought plenty of beers. You need a couple more glasses, though. Cause okay, you, know, you, drink, you can't drink a jalapeno your, white on your own. Use your Jameson. Oh, I, I see. Oh what no, you're we also. I, I, I will. I will try that for I'll the sake of my morbid curiosity. But I want to try. I want to try it like a gentleman on the rocks. But first of all, I fucking listen. I drink my wine on the rocks. I hate white Red, wine. Red, white, T- rosé. I don't do white wine. With natural jalapeno flavors. It Na- seems... So don't even say it's infused with jalapeno. It's natural. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like every Tex-Mex restaurant. 
Texas. Like, yeah. you know, they feel like they need to every like, every Chewy's they let you know <laughs> infused with real real Mexican flavors. Hey, shut up! No, you're not. Okay. Yeah. Taco Bell comes out. They're like, by the way, chicken, the, the, the buffalo new chicken and cheese. Buffalo chicken and cheese. Is that what it says? It goes good with. Yes. <laughs> Man. Yeah. It might. So going back to marketing. <laughs> yeah, but, but hold, hold on really quick. This is, this is like, so they knew they it, goes good, it goes good with buffalo chicken and cheese and heart failure. You, you know, oh, diabetes, sure yeah, diabetes and heart failure. Speaking of heart failure, yes. uh, you guys are familiar with the restaurant in Vegas, the, the heart attack. Uh, oh, yeah. Right? It's just, oh, yeah. So it's it's a, like the bullshit of so, buying ghost pepper Well, like two to, two, to, two to five people die there a year. Like on average, from from like actual and I don't cardiac think, arrest, and I don't think it's from that restaurant. I think it's from twenty years of shitty life. No, no, it absolutely is. Right? <laughs> but this is, and this and is they're the, just gaming some dumb fuck right. who's been eating shit for twenty years. But this is where they actually go and die because they get to eat everything with lard, and you know, it's just it's all self. And a girl, and there's one gal who's never eaten anything with lard and a short skirt. She's like, it's delicious. My favorite is the triple quarter pounder bypass. Right. <laughs> like really? So they they cook everything in lard. They even put lard in the milkshakes. And if you're three hundred pounds plus, you eat there for free. Yep. Uh, that's like their thing, right? So if you're I've always, free, so I could have eaten never free when I was a big fatty. Yeah, you could have. I, I mean, it's, uh, a, it's a life lesson, right? It's and a life fat, lesson. I need to get fat. Lard for free. Uh, yeah. This is not your doctor speaking. So the I, I really want to take a like a, a red camera and just like shoot a music video in there and just slow motion, like while everybody's eating. I feel like it would just be just biting incredible. in. Yeah, it would, just be, a slow it, would, it would be a great video. And in the background, you've just got you've got in in, in real time. My milkshake brings all the boys together. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it'd be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> incredible. <laughs> you see a guy slowly slurping up, and, like, the, and then a the rare chance you actually catch somebody like, oh. Or just, or, like, just <laughs> or, or you get you get one of those rabid like if you could bring Richard Simmons out of retirement just to narrate that video oh, be like holy oh shit. Jesus Christ there's just put so, him there oh just, just there's so much lard in that oh oh they still want some oh, oh yeah I throw up I don't care be, how much it costs we need to get Richard Simmons in that restaurant to motivate people just, and to get up and move what, no what would be great is if he just motivated them to eat more right, right. eat it that fuck eat. <laughs> They dare you to eat some more. It's like, I'm yeah, sorry, what did you say to me? You yeah. eat some more. Yeah, it's free. Like, it's what do you free. Like, it's a buffet. This, this is, is going to be your last is, one, and then we're doing jazz size and short shorts and tank tops. You feel the way you do. Is he on the guest list? Richard Simmons? He's well, I mean, that, that might be the pinnacle of the show. Would be that there. would, you know, he, there, was a whole sh- there was a whole podcast series dedicated to trying to find Richard Simmons because he just disappeared one day. Right. <laughs> you know, and uh, him and his pubic hair transplant just went <laughs> the way of the world. Sorry, Richard, but you... <laughs> that hair's off. <laughs> Don't you look at me that way. Okay. <laughs> it's true. No, seriously, you have you have something in your teeth this time. There it is. Um, you know, just don't make the suit green. He is uh, he's really interesting. No, so Richard Simmons. I would, I, listen, I'd love to have Richard Simmons as a guest. Uh, I would love to do... Um, I would love to hang out and, and, and party with him and maybe, uh, you know, I don't know, have some rosé. I don't know. I don't know if he drinks or not. He would drink froze. Froze? Yeah. It just, be, a little, just a little rosé freezy pop thing? Uh, they, they make that. It's like an Austin thing. There's like a, a lot of restaurants that serve froze. It's, like it's like a slush. It's like a slushy. It's, fro- like, like, it's, like, it's like an adult 7-Eleven. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You just can't get the big gulp. <laughs> yeah, I think that no, might be illegal. Whatever. What are the, the, the hush puppies or the slush puppy? 
Yeah, right. So it's like an adult slush puppy. <laughs> exactly. The dog. Now the dog actually does look drunk. You're like, oh, I get it now. Okay. <laughs> no, no, it makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's not a pretty sight. Oh, when you're as handsome as Ryan Reynolds and this happens to you, Your is this God saying you're going to become a superhero? Or, <laughs> I mean, what? You know, there's, oh, yeah, now he's finally breathing and he's, he's very upset. His looks are gone. This is another thing that I wanted to, to get into because I find this fascinating, right? Is the masks people wear, whether you're in business or in your personal life, right? You rely on certain things. Like he relied on his good looks and his wit and he never lost his wit throughout this whole film, throughout every piece of torture and everything. He never lost it, right? He calls him Francis. He tells him there's shit in his teeth. He never lost his wit, but he lost his first mask. He lost his first piece of defense in moving people away or bringing them close to him, which was his good looks. And I wonder what, what are the masks in your years of, of doing business and being an entrepreneur that you guys have lost? What are the things that, that you've pulled back and all of a sudden, they're like, you know what? I gotta lose this, or oh, because it's it's not adding a piece to me. How much me. time do we have? We got we've got <laughs> we've got as much time as you want. It, we, we'll rogue in the shit out of this. We'll be here for five hours. I don't care. You know, I'm, I'm a big I'm a big fan of the your your circle of fives. Um, you know, you, by by it is by design. You are a product of your environment, and it, I, I have many circles of fives, professionally, friendship wise, even family wise, um, and so. When I moved here from Illinois, I, I, there was a lot of stuff I was doing, but there's a lot of stuff that I wasn't doing. And it wasn't until I got away from all the stuff that I should have been doing that I wasn't doing, that I was then in an environment that I could actually focus on the things that need to be done and, and focus a little bit more on who I have surrounding me. And I think that's extremely important, right? And, you know, and, and again, now, do those that, people that surround you, do they push you? I mean, so, like there's some people that, that, that I surround myself with, right? And they push me, they make me better, they, they challenge me to do things, they challenge, they, they actually really engage me in different ways. And then I have certain friends where I'm like, I'll meet you at the bar at 10 o'clock and we're going to drink and we're going to share war stories and there's going to be no challenge, no change, right. no shift in who I am. Right. But there's a moment of time, there's two hours or three hours that I need to where I can tell the same five dumb stories again and make that person laugh so hard they cry. Sure. And that's not my circle of five, that's like my circle of two. Because if I have more than two of them, then I might as well just become... Well, there's three real, days of your week gone. Exactly, right? right? <laughs> and I need them, or even one day out of the month is too much for that almost, right? Sure. Well, well for me too, I mean, you know, I... I my I have my sis my sister in law is here, so my wife has family here, but I don't know anybody here. Right? I don't have any family here. Uh, there's some friends that live here that I, I knew when I lived in New York, uh, which is cool. But so it was like a, it was a new start for new yeah. things, new ideas, new things to, to develop and create, and that's ex that was exciting for me. Um, and otherwise, I mean, I, I grew up playing music, right? And the crowds that you hang out with when you're trying to play music aren't always the most. They're all sober. Productive. Yeah, they're, they're extremely sober. I mean, extremely it was like going sober. to church. Yeah. You know, it was like, so. That's how it, rock it started with Christians. How'd you, get, how'd you get into music? What was it? And, I, and I'm still yeah, curious because yeah. I didn't quite hear the answer. What, what was the mask that you wore or the mask that you've now taken off? Yeah. And, what, and, and, and did that get you into your creative? 
So my, my oh. hair used to be below my shoulders. I had a mustache. It's weird how you touch your nipples when you and, say that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, can you guys hear that on the mic? I'm, I'm, <laughs> there uh, it is. Uh, so uh, what got me into music it, is an is interesting question. So when I was seven uh, at my grandfather's house, and, and now that I live in Austin, it's actually kind of funny. Um, he put on Stevie Ray Vaughan, 1981, performing at ACL. Wow. And it just blew my fucking mind, right? And so that was like my first real watching somebody perform, play music live, and I connected with that energy. Mm -hmm. uh, I wasn't playing music. I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't think I was musical at the time. I might have been creative. I know I was a pain in the ass, but... That was it. So eventually, I mean, you know, many years later, I pick up the, I picked up the guitar at 13 and, and you know, I started making sure microphones were falling. Um, and then I, I took lessons for about three months and I got an ear for it. And then I told my teacher to fuck off. It was funny. So when I, when I went to go t uh, take lessons, my teacher would always be like, you know, this is a minor pentatonic scale. And I'm like, whoa, 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 slow the fuck down. I'm paying you for your time. I said this to this guy at 13, right? And the look on his face, I will never forget the look that he gave me when I told him I was paying him for his time. And so... So you, you days of thunder to... Uh, <laughs> you did. Where, where, where they're like, where they're, where they're telling Tom Cruise, they're like, how's it handling on the core? He's like, uh, it's squirrely. Right. Is that left lug nut too tight? And he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It feels weird. My ass feels jiggly when I turn left. It's like, all you do is fucking turn left, Tom. What's going on? <laughs> well, my ass feels jiggly. All right, we're trying to try to make your ass not feel as jiggly. And then, but he didn't know the terms, but he was still super talented. That's that's right. So that, that so I'm, I'm self-taught by ear. Um, I never learned how to read or write. Uh, but it was, I grew up on punk rock and death metal. Uh, and so... I would bring in all these punk. That rock. group doesn't know how to read or write, so uh, you're fitting right in. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> both musically and just in general. So the it, it was just a matter of I, I started learning all my albums by ear and stuff like that. And fast forward, I wish you could see me now though, because I do appreciate the 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 actual experience and in, in, in compositions and and stuff like that. But you know that that's I was the the front man essentially for the band that I was in. I, I sang. I played lead. I played guitar. And, it was great. We did it for almost a How do you... So, the, the, there, a buddy of mine who wrote the theme song for Talking During Movies, which is this weird earworm. My daughter sings it sometimes walking around the house. So uncomfortable. She's four. Like, <laughs> talking, talking during the movies. Talk, 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 talk. I do what I want. And I'm just like, no, you don't. <laughs> You're four. You do what yeah. I tell you. <laughs> but he's self-taught. Bobby is self-taught. And Bobby knows... I mean, he's dialed, right? He, he, you know, he plays like 10 instruments. He, you know, he, he does it all. Sure. But it gives him a unique perspective on things. It does. So when I sit down and I'm like, hey, we have background noise and we have this. He's like, oh, well, come over to my house with your with your little shitty soundboard. And he's got like, you know, $100,000 in studio equipment in his sure. private studio. And we plug this dumb shit in. He's like, this is what you've got? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, here are some big problems. But you can't afford this because you don't have a sponsor yet. So we're going to do these things instead. And boom, we do them, and it's super fun, right? Sure. But he just, it's weird because he's self-taught. He had to walk me through everything. Like he, like a, a teacher could tell you, turn that dial three degrees to the left. Right. A self-taught person goes, and I, and I appreciate it because I learn better that way. I'm like, let me walk you through this. Mm -hmm. Let's play this game. So that, you know, the, I had students, you know, I, I taught students, and I, I, I let my clients know, listen, I don't 
knew how to read or write music. I just want to let you know, right? It would have been front. great if you just stopped but, and but read the, or write. But, but the thing is, when it comes to art, when it comes to music, you you need to know how to play into their strengths because they're of the mindset. It's very left versus right brain. So you got to play into the creativity. Mm -hmm. And if you don't do that, you lose that because it becomes a task, just like everything else in life. I already have fucking schoolwork. Why do I want to come home and do more schoolwork yeah. to then eventually show you that I can do a minor pentatonic scale, right? Or a, a major scale. Like it just, it, you lose the joy of why you love it, which is to experiment and to create. And so I would just play into my students' strengths. What do you nice. want to learn? Like what songs do you want to learn? Let's start off with some easier ones, right? Let's, and then we'll progress to some of the harder ones. So now real quick, going back to Paul's question and my original question, mm -hmm. in moving to Austin, what mask did you remove or did you just not use anymore that maybe you did in a former life? That's an interesting question. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think I lost a mask as much as I gained more mental clarity. Okay. You know, I, I think the, because I, I had a marketing agency before I moved here, you know, mm -hmm. we were doing, we were doing pretty well. And it, so, you know, the, I applied all the things that I sucked at mm -hmm. being a band leader to being a decent business owner. And I was able to make that transition. Uh, and so when I moved here, it just gave me more time to think. Okay. Because I wasn't, people weren't hitting me up all the time to go out and do things. And, and that's great, but in the infancy stages of developing any company, this is where we bring it back to entrepreneurship, by the way. Uh, <laughs> it, you know, you, you need room, you need time to think, you need room to think, and you can't surround yourself by people that just always want to go out and do the same shit all the time. That's true. And it brings us back to, you know, I'll do, I'll do this all day long, brings us back to Deadpool, where now he gets his name, and he gets his identity, and he <laughs> gets his drop. Yeah. Because he does, right? He's, he's, at, he's there, and he's like, Deadpool, Captain Deadpool. No. Let's just go with that pool. So, and it's a, but it, but it's it's this it's this invigoration of I'm stalking my girlfriend. I'm looking I'm looking at this woman that I love. I can't show her. My mask has been removed. My idea of who I was. I finally beat cancer, which is what I wanted to do, so I can be with her forever. I beat cancer, but I lost my looks. So yeah. now I've got to cover myself up. I've got to go do things. I've got to find this guy who might be able to fix me. Yep. But more importantly, I've also found. My calling card. Exactly. I found a new purpose, right? Yep. Like, I'm, but you also, I'm, you found your calling card. You found right. your name. You found a little bit of your voice in everything that you're doing. Now, what I think is fascinating is that what, whether it's Twitter or Instagram or anything else, everyone's like, oh man, it just happened. It's so amazing. You know, uh, we've got the CEO of Luck here who's just sitting down and, and he's going to do the podcast next week. But it, it's funny because it's like everyone goes, oh, it happened so quickly. Look at that. Tinder's just there, bam, 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 that's amazing. Well, no, there was years and years of development. There were people thinking and struggling and pushing through. Yep. And when you actually hear the backstory of Deadpool, you find out, oh wait, he was in the special forces. He did all this military work. And then you're like, oh, wow, now think about that stuff and the work that's done, the sit-ups, the push-ups, the, the endless nights, everything else that put him to a place to where now he can be the raging asshole that he is trying to get his face fixed to bring his mask back. They go, oh wait, that took some time. The development of the suit, the development of the I was going to say, identity. I want to appreciate 
how all the superheroes, Spider-Man, like they all get really good at like making clothes. They do. Like they like you know they they really figure um, out how to. You know, is, is, does, does not everyone get an A in home economics yeah, right. in this whole fucking group? <laughs> Absolutely. That's the trick to being a superhero. Yeah, it, it really is, is right? Because yeah, really, have you ever tried to make a superhero outfit? I have it's not. It's actually very, very I, difficult. I have not. Made, if you I, could do that, you're in. Yeah. I have done, let's see, I've sewn a shirt, I've made some shorts, and I did a pillow, a surfboard pillow. No shit. Those are, the, in, in Those are three more things that I've ever done. I a surfboard done. pillow in high school. No, in eighth grade. Oh, in eighth grade. Yep. Eighth grade. All right, because I did the same thing. We had the same. We group. were in, uh, yeah. I mean, in Montana, I was like, I was like, you know, it makes sense. An L kid? No, surfboard pillow. Well, I feel like a big I, surfer. I feel like that's like a lot of things they promote in Montana, though. It's like what Sur- am I going to surfing, beach volleyball, knitting, knitting. You know. <laughs> well, it was always it was always interesting. Like I, I remember, you know, the, the things they, the things that we did for PE and home economics. I mean, <laughs> I had the craziest fucking home <laughs> economics teacher. No, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll just, so let's exchange right, stories with right. So here's mine. Oh this is God. what my home economics teacher said to me and to the classroom as a joke. She said, hey, you guys want to hear something funny? And we're like, yeah, of course. You know, we're all kids. It's eighth grade. And I'm like, this sounds amazing. She's like, yeah, it's going to be awesome. She goes, a husband and a wife had eight kids. And so in order to have sex they would never say let's go have sex they would say honey you want to do laundry and then they would say yes and that's how they kept having kids they so kept doing laundry of course i want to do laundry yeah of course how many months. guys actually are like yeah, yeah. oh i'd yeah. love to do laundry honey so i think subliminally right. she's like she's cueing me up to do more laundry when i get older but she's telling this joke and she goes yeah and so one day the husband comes home and he goes honey let's do some laundry she goes no no i'm tired and he's like, no, come on, let's do some laundry. She goes, no, I'm seriously, I'm tired. Like, we're not doing any laundry tonight. I was like, okay. And she wakes up the next morning and she feels guilty. And she goes, hey, honey, I'm, I'm so sorry. You know, I feel really guilty about last night. Let's do some laundry. And he goes, ah, don't worry. It was a small load. I did it by hand. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what grade was this? Eighth grade. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, that, that, that's somewhat appropriate. No, yeah. it's never no, <laughs> Well, you know, everybody's trying to push You should have saw my Judeo-Christian right mother, little five-foot-tall Irish woman. I go home and tell her this joke. And I'm like, hey, Mom, guess, guess what I learned in, in public school with Satan today? And she's like, oh, what? I tell her this joke. First of all, <laughs> she slaps me for telling the joke. And then she grabs me by the hair, throws me in the car, and drives me back to school and has me sit in front of the principal, tell the principal the joke, who gives me detention, and then the teacher got fucked. And then she grounded you, and, and then you I got grounded for the next month. So yeah. I, I had a home. <laughs> well played, sir. I well had played. a home. <laughs> my, my teacher was a religious vegan. And home economics, right? Like religious, uh, so, so 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 like religious, uh, like religious, like would, Jesus? Uh, no, like like or just religious on the people that side. eat animals are going to hell. So I I don't know what kind of hiring process schools go through when when they hire people that teach you how to cook, uh, but don't don't hire a vegan. Um, and uh, so the what what I found she Here's would show us meet she would show us a video a week. I'm not even kidding, a video a week of how America tortured animals. And so we would sit through and watch these videos of animals getting tortured. You and, know, a video killed the radio. And, 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 and <laughs> there's a blog about that somewhere. I, 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 I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of it. I can't remember. Uh, and uh, so the... It, it, double. Double she, win for me right there. And we, and, and we never made anything beyond, like, we learned how to, like, make 
fucking mac and cheese and peanut butter did, and jelly. Did she not? Did she not understand that like the, the the process of getting grain murders more small animals, bunnies and birds and, and fawns and deer and everything else than actually meat killing for meat does? I no, she didn't. Uh, so she, she <laughs> like she talked I, I, about she talked about this study one day and, and I, I don't know if it's or, true or, or false. Or, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I'm going to ask this real quick before yeah, yeah. we go into the study. Did she also? Did she not understand it? For all you vegans out there, here's here's your greatest contradiction. One, if you eat grain, you murder more animals that are that are killed to, to provide meat. That's just that's a that's a fact. Two, another funny thing is plants know when they're getting eaten and when they're getting killed. Uh, they they study eucalyptus trees. And when the koala bears start eating them, they tell the other trees, hey, guess what? Koala bears want to get stoned again. They're eating us. And they poison their leaves to make them taste bad because they know they're getting eaten. That's pretty wild. That's the same reason grass smells the way it does when you cut it. Because it's... This is the most obscure fact I never thought I'd bring up on the show ever. (laughs) Bring it down. Mow the lawn. That is actually why it smells the way it does. And that's why I get allergies? realizes that it's getting mowed down. And it lets off the pheromone. It lets off the pheromone and says, fuck. I need more of my uh, Actually, isn't the, the, the pheromone's like, I'm being reborn. Right? I mean, it's not like it's... it's I, the pheromone is, I didn't want a haircut. <laughs> I'm a hippie. <laughs> I love dreadlocks. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Why does your wife make you do this, sir? I'm going to make you sneeze for like a day. So, so random startup thoughts since this is what we were talking about last time. I love that he described uh, the unicorn. <laughs> yes. The, the startup unicorn. And, and by the way, I love that he's, he's uh, Deadpool because in the startup community, I was talking about the Deadpool. How frequently oh. startups just end up in Why now? Do you now, now? Here's the question, real quick, on, on that. Why? Because I would, by the way, I would like a movie of failed superheroes, superheroes that just didn't quite get it done. Yes. Wasn't that the Wasn't that the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Or what was it? Or wasn't that the what, what that was had Sean Connery, sir, and he's a that could have been such a better movie. No, there there was another movie though. It, was, it didn't have Sean Connery in it. It was a. Uh, uh, it was like a superhero I mean, league or something like that, where it was like a bunch of a bunch of uh, you know Misfits. the B team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Misfits. Yeah. But but ah. it's interesting. But it, I would like to see it where they're not successful. And, and I wonder, like, I, I see a majority of startups never being successful because of something very simple, and it, it's it's super easy. You quit. Right. You it's quit. Always that. You well, you quit. Success you, hates quitters. Success hates quitters, and also you didn't have a plan. I, every startup I talk to, every time I sit down with a startup and I talk to them, and they're like, "Well, we want to do X, Y, and Z." I'm like, "What's your exit strategy?" I haven't thought of that yet. I can't talk to you about everything you do. Do for an exit. Now, if your exit is, I want to be, I want to be the home hardware supply for only Austin, Texas, or getting tortured or, or going through hell like like Deadpool has that. I, or hanging out with a blind really lady. Figure, you can't really even start the journey to figure out what your outcome is going to be until you realize how bad it can get. Yeah, I, but I he think. but he knew from the beginning his goal was to get back to his goal was to 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 take this this weird torture from this this guy in a suit from the, the guy government. in a suit from the government for what <laughs> to beat cancer right. to get his girl. Right. Like he still had a goal at the end. Now he didn't know how hard it was to be or what was going to happen. But he had, a, he had a vision. That's right. It's, it's the weird thing of saying, hey, let's go hiking. And you're like, fine, let's go hiking. But my vision of hiking is Mount Everest and yours is Mount Bunnell. Yeah, and there are different reasons, though, that we want to tackle that mountain. I'm, exactly. I'm, being, I'm being more pensive on this show. No, it's fine. I didn't, I didn't bring up. <laughs> go, I didn't, please. How dare you? I don't even mean talking about stars. I, I didn't bring up my masks. So, so let me share a thought. Bring up your mask that, because, that, that, that because we've got it right here. Yeah. 
didn't even occur to me two years ago when I saw this because I, I love superhero movies. Every single one. I, Not Morph, they're, apparently. They're all exceptional, except for Morph, because he doesn't count. Bullshit. No, because actually, the fucking Morph in this movie, and he'd be Deadpool. All right? He could look like Ryan Reynolds, and suddenly Morph is playing this guy. Yeah, I know, but he, he, could, like, he, could, be, he could turn into wait, wait, Superman wait. and bang Lois Lane. So, you know? I mean, it's, it works. So, so I, I'm, I'm watching the movie right now with y'all. Yeah. I'm watching the movie, and I'm realizing that in high school, I was the sexiest guy in high school. I dated fucking everybody. And was that a real name? And I'm I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was her Twitter handle. <laughs> Paul's very young, of course. What you can't see is that Paul is 22 years old. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was, yeah, I was like, wow, in high school. Now I was now because that was her Twitter handle. I was also yeah. Paul was also has taken a lot of shots. A, a student, varsity swimmer, right? Like everything was just. Perfect. Everything was going my way. Were you the Ryan Lochte of your school? What? Hang on a second. Now, uh, in my 30s, I was 30 something. Uh, in my 30s, I had cancer. And and what's interesting, wow. as as an entrepreneur, as a professional, as a whatever you are, you got these these torturous situations. I'm pointing at the screen right now where other strippers are. Yeah, this that is an off, this is an awful that situation for, for any man. Yeah, any man. right. That we're gonna, uh, we're gonna, I got a pin on that because we're gonna get back to it. I, I want to ask you guys a question. <laughs> hey, go there then first. It's a little hard to, to bring it home and no, and, it's, and it's, be sympathetic while I mean she's dancing on stage. So so fun. Okay, well there is so there is a so Jesse May Pelusa brought brought this to my attention and now I kind of want to go right. There is a strip club in it in Atlanta, Georgia. But all of the strippers your first mistake. Are, are 75 or older. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's been a... a it, didn't Anthony, Anthony Bourdain went there, <laughs> yes, right? Anthony, on, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on, uh, on the show. Yes. Yeah. But they're all like one gal on comes the show. out. Good say. One gal. Uh, yeah, one, one, I don't remember. I don't forget what show it was. Not that I But I mean, either. one gal comes out in a walker. Uh, you know, there's... There's another gal who was who was was the, the, the dear Lord blessed her with uh, with some sweater kittens that are about an F, and she they serve canned beer there and she'll she'll lift her boob up and then drop it on your canned beer and crush it, <laughs> crush the can, and crush the can. <laughs> but it is but it's oh, it's, it's but it's, a, it's so the thing is is do you want to do you want to go to the Grand Canyon or do you want to go to the strip club with 75 year old women and older dancing their last days away, just. My problem is that I'm going to laugh and I feel bad, right? I'm going to, there's, there's, there's a whole thing where it's like, this is, I'm going to laugh too hard. And I don't think they need You shouldn't it. laugh at the Grand Canyon. You can't laugh at the Grand Canyon at all. But I'm going to laugh at it because somebody's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just going to echo, ah, the whole canyon's going to hear it. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> so I'm just going to go to the strip club and enjoy myself. There you go. Yeah, where, where you know, as, as women get older, I find it amazing, right? Like. Women get older and their ass grows not only out but up and down. Like it starts at their neck and it ends at their ankles. And we don't know how that happens, but it does. Whereas men get older and, and they lose their ass, their belly just gets bigger, right? They're like the man had an ascectomy and they just they put it right in his gut. Well, there's a lot of things on, on men that start to <laughs> devolve. Know, yeah. Hair starts growing in right. random spots. Yeah. Whereas there's never a woman, you never see a woman that's 75 and she's got ear hair like a motherfucker. And bald on top. But you see 75-year-old men that can't grow hair on the top of their head to save their fucking lives, but they've got ear hair like nobody's business. That is that is interesting. Yeah, yeah, the caterpillar hairs. The cat, it's just like, yeah. what are you doing there? Can you hear better, champ? Or no. 
And so is you're that where you store all your information? You store your information. Yeah. So there's my there's my segue. And in that segue, but it's actually a perfect segue because you're. But, but, but well, we went from cancer to dancer, so I'm trying to get back to Paul's story for a second. You, you rhyming son of a bitch. Hey, you know I, I've been I waiting like a long it. time to say that. The cancer to dancer. <laughs> if you couldn't tell. By the way, if you could open a strip club where you took women that beat cancer and became professional dancers. <laughs> oh my god. And you did cancer to dancer, and it was sponsored by. By the Susan G. Coleman, right? And so they all wore pink thongs and pink pasties. Uh, 100%. Every dollar donated. Every Listen, $2 goes to the girl, and of that $2, $1 goes to fight cancer. I have pink basketball shoes because yeah, I believe in boots. But the funny thing is, is that he's so... So the reason I think it's a good segue, besides my, my horrible thing there, is that... Ryan Reynolds did not go talk to his girl when he should have, and now she's been kidnapped because he was too scared she was not going to like him for his looks. He was too scared of all these things. He so didn't commit. So back to your mask. Damn. That's like a layup. It is like a layup. This is See, what I do. Going. This is why I'm semi-professional. I'm always a little bit boozy. You're his Scotty Pippen. <laughs> and, and, and it's why I'm going to push Johnny more than Because Johnny, Johnny didn't share a mask that he tore down. And that's what I'm getting at. That... I, I grew up, I grew up country club kid. I, I'm not gonna say I was good looking, but I did pretty well. <laughs> Things were going my way, and then shit hits the fan, right? Cancer, uh, family has troubles, uh, work, right? Everything just yeah. kind of collapses, and it's and it's only in that moment that that I want people to think about. It. It's in that moment that suddenly certain people go, fuck. What do I care what other people think? Why does that matter? What? Why, why don't I just go out and do something incredible? Elijah dreams of one day when I care what other people think. No, I don't think you should. <laughs> what? That's the point. You get you get you get so so torn down as a person or as a as a superhero. You got to get so torn down first mm-hmm. that you can figure out who you really are. It's true. That to me is what's magical. Well, so, so, no, no, so you, hold on, hold on a second. He called me. He called me out. I did call yeah, him out. Yeah, yeah. but, but, but I'm just saying real quick because we have a sociologist, data scientist sitting in the in the crowd here who's just furbishly mentally. I just see her eyes going back and forth. She's taking fucking notes because she's just like all she does oh. is keep saying, "How does that make you feel?" Yeah, she's like, like, "How does that make you feel?" <laughs> There's my data point. How does that make you feel? There's another data point. I've got data points on data points. She's got snacks on snacks on snacks there you go. over there. And and then you know and now, <laughs> luck is rewriting his fucking algorithm. He's like, we're gonna have dating for masks now. He's gonna have swipe right, swipe left, swipe down, swipe up. If you wear a fucking mask, not not you know not in the in the furry sense, you fucking weirdos. But in the fact that you're not gonna be totally honest with someone, you're gonna lie a little bit. If that was on a dating profile, by the way, it's like I'm gonna lie a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't Make know where. Being honest. I, I, but you, but you, you didn't know where they were going to lie. So it's like, so it's like, are you, are you, are you a doctor? I'm patenting that. Are you patenting right that? That I'm is not a lie. Left right. No, it's three, three truths and a lie. And then if it's not enough fetish, I want to go down. I want, I want a little more. You want a little more in this. A little more. Listen, a little more. That's not bad, actually. We're going to go right to Kinkville. She looks great, but I want something more out of this relationship. So let me, let me have the next layer of. I'm a brony. And I like my women to dress up like my little ponies. So there you go. swipe up to Kinkville. Seriously? No. Not seriously. <laughs> 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 
I thought that was a legit question. I don't know, I, you know, I don't know how people pull that shit out of the sky. It sounds like it might have been something that he was looking into before. I know some people. Do you not know bronies? Huh? I live in Steiner Brownies Ranch. Brownies with unicorns is like a different You universe. live in Steiner Ranch. you got to be careful how you buy your milk. Well, no, you don't have to be careful. You just, yes, you do. You just roll it. You roll you, it. You wear a t-shirt that says Because it says, brownie. I don't have a hot tub. It makes it easier. <laughs> it's just like Steiner Ranch. Like, I don't have a hot tub. They're like, oh, he doesn't swim. I just wear a shirt that says invite only. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, I wear a shirt that says I'm here for the gangbang. <laughs> so, there you go. So, there you go. This is why you by, need me. By the, so, uh, by the way, and, and I'm going to bring this up, and uh, this person, I don't know if she actually listens or not uh, to the podcast anymore. I'm going to find you and send you this episode. Please, we're going to find her. <laughs> so, but I, I find this, so I tell some stories here, and, and most are true and some are hyperbole for, for effect and, and some are like I changed the story a little bit and I've got my buddy who lives out in Vegas who I've known for 23 years he's the Vegas fact checker and he'll email me to be like that means yeah well he, he emails me he's like bullshit you like I told I think in my first episode like oh, I've been in a couple of fights and he's like I've been in 20 fights with you you haven't been in a couple of fights I'm like okay but there's no need to go down the road of Details. Me being me being grown, grown up in Montana, and my dad taking me into bars to get me into bar fights to toughen me up because he thought I was soft. There's, but there's some things. But there's some things where I change the story because I don't want to blow up someone's spot because they can do a quick Google on me or someone else who's listening will know what's happening. So I change the story, and I changed the story quite a bit just for fun, just because it, it had a more humorous angle. And it also, no one knew what was going to happen. And I get this email, this person starts following us on SoundCloud, talking during movies, <laughs> like, hey, how are you? And I'm like, oh, good. Like, you know, I didn't like that Portland story. And I was like, talk to the Vegas fact checker. Like, that's as real as it gets. Like, not knowing that this is the person who I told the story about, because their name's like DJ Stallone. <laughs> and I was like, okay, DJ Stallone. Like, that's not the person's real name. But I'm like, uh, and he goes, no, it's me. And then she gives her name. And I just, I didn't reply because I was like, if you don't get the fact that I changed the story to make it funnier, to also not blow up your spot, and you're offended by that, I can't, I can't, I can't fucking help you. And maybe that's the mask that I wear, and I say that because the mask that I wear is that... He doesn't beat the shit out of people anymore. I don't, I don't beat the shit out of people anymore. I don't like fighting, it hurts. Yeah, Anyone, so I, we, we were talking to some people, <laughs> I was talking to people at Bash, and this guy was like... Does it hurt? I was talking to to, to Lainey, uh, to Lainey who runs Bash and, and does yeah. Austin Digital Job Network and all that. And she's like, "Does it hurt to get hit in the face?" And I'm like, "It hurts worse. Your hand hurts worse. Right. That's a lot of that's a lot of fucking bone. A lot of bone. And these these are little tiny bones in your wrist. And these are little tiny bones in your hand. It hurts. Unless you're Colossus. Unless you're Colossus. And made out of fucking metal. Yeah. But. It was weird. So, anyways, we did, we went down this road, and I was I was like, no. But my mask is always, and it, it will always be the fact that I am situational. I am always situational. And poor Elijah's seen me in rooms where I've shown my true colors, and I've, I've, I've and we've almost had a client like get up and leave. He's like, I can't believe you. You're a rude asshole. This is not, why would I talk to you guys? I can't even believe I'm buying fucking breakfast. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Now, now that I've pissed you off, now that I've shown you who I am, now I'm going to instantly be situational and I'm going to change the construction of this conversation and you're going to write me a check in 30 minutes. You take off your mask. And then I change. And then the guy's like, I'm here, let's do this. How do we work together? How does this happen? And he sits there and he shakes his head and he's like, I don't know who you are. I mean, there are times I know that he doesn't invite me onto calls because... He's like, I can't, it's not that 
they can't handle the roller coaster. I don't believe he can handle the roller coaster of not knowing who's going to show up. <laughs> is the mask going to show up? Is the guy going to show up who's just going to kiss your ass and make everything rosy and, and Man, tell you the things? Man, all this talk about the mask. I wish we had the mask on right now. I know. Like Deadpool, you know. But is that is that going to happen? Or, you know, am I going to be Gina Carano there and just punch Colossus and knock you through the fucking roof and be yeah, like, hey. You know what? Whoever the fuck said Colossus is the strongest superhero, just Gina look Carano at that fucking scene, him right? Yeah. Like, she's like, not even made out of fucking metal. Like, give me a goddamn break. You know, or I'm gonna be, or I'm, am I gonna be the Twitter girl who's just like, all right, here we go. I'm gonna blow shit up. But he doesn't know, and I don't know, because I don't know, because I don't know how that person's going to instigate me, if you will, or or drive me to a point. Sure. Like, if they're full of shit, I'm gonna say you're full of shit. Elijah will walk through mud and shit, and they're like, you're not full of shit, but we should probably change this, and I've got an idea here, and I'm like, no, fuck you, you're full of shit. And he's like, this is why you can't be on every call, Jason. Can you grab me one as well? Grab beers. Anything in particular? Uh, no, just not the bottles, um, because I don't think they're that cold. Austin Beer Works, Blood it, Work it, Orange. It, it's almost as though people need to be transparent enough that we know we know how they behave, right? So, so yeah, you, and you I am that transparent. I switch gears. Because, you switch gears, but we know yeah. that, right? Yeah. And and I, and I suppose my, my my point about my own experience is that I I, I tell stories transparently and bluntly, mm -hmm. and I don't really give a shit what people think. If it pisses them off or not, I don't care because I've gotten comfortable with this is my way. This is the way I work. This is what I. Oh, I remember. Got I remember like Trump, and, and Trump's just always bullshit. He's right? always, but he's but always. But we know lying. that. But you we know, know that. that, and that's actually kind of how people can be like, "All right, I got it." You know what's he's funny is bullshitting. What you're saying about yourself, and this is why I know it's true. Not that you would lie to anyone, but this is what. So David Hawley, Economy Magazine. Yeah. yeah. Four years ago, he did an introductory email to you and I. Yeah. And he told me the same thing about you. The way you just described yourself is the way David Hawley describes you to people. He doesn't take shit. He doesn't care. Sure. He's going to give you his 10 cents. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. Now, I will say I was buggered because you did not reply to the email. And then I sent a follow-up email. You didn't reply to that one as well. And my feeling was hurt. <laughs> I apologize now. You would like some jalapeno wine? No, I still need to try that. I still need to try that. I do want to try it though. Yeah, I do need but, to. But, but, my but, so, so interestingly, that's that's. I don't know. That's what, that's what I keep driving at. Is and I, and I still don't know it about Johnny. And no, we're gonna get it. I don't care no, how long not. this that movie what, can what end. Matters, you will never what, know what, anything what, about what me. What we really get to is figuring out someone's someone's approach. Right, we know that you kind of switch gears, and that's what's magical about Jason. Is that he can tell a story, he can tell a good story, he can elaborate, he can he can make it funny. Someone's bullshit doesn't matter. Elijah can't figure it out, but he loves you because <laughs> then you suddenly then you suddenly switch gears. And Wait, hold like, on a second. This, this is how it works. Let's you know what Elijah did here. figure out is people need to do interesting things uh, right. in, in the oh, branding one on one. Exactly. And I he's. <laughs> I, what was your what was your event? What, what was the title that like I put LOL under and he told me to shut up? It was like Well, yeah, all of them. So he had like his brain. <laughs> like, no, no, no. no, no He's uh, like, dude, we're in business together. What the No, fuck? Elijah Elijah had like a it was like branding, you know, workshop because you know fucking everybody needs it anyway, because most people suck at branding. And then like the follow-up was like, okay, based off of the first one, we need this is the second one. And it was just like mm -hmm. Do interesting things, something along the lines of that. Yeah. And I fucking lost. 
I lost it. And so I put, I, you know, I, I, you know, I put laugh out loud or whatever the fuck. And, and he goes, shut up, you. <laughs> but, but, you know, it, it's crazy because in, in all of this, right? I mean, whatever. And we'll always have, in, in some capacity, we'll always have masks, right? We'll always have a thing that, that we do. Or there's a part of our a part of ourselves that that we hide or that we pull, that, that that we don't let everyone see. Or sometimes, what I think the beautiful thing is is that your mask is that you let everyone see everything in a in a in a vulgar display of aggressiveness is what I'll call it. There we go. We got glasses. Now we got glasses. We're gonna try this. Muy caliente jalapeno heat. Los de chico I, I, just, I just how how fabulous this wine is that it actually just says jalapeno. My um, my culture is huh. not your not, white not wine. It, it's jalapeno. Pino. I'm you, waiting for that. I'm, wa I'm waiting for that. My culture is not your white wine, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, that's too much. Give that's that to Jason. Just a little bit for me. Just a little bit. It, it, trust me, it's bit. so good. Uh, again, again, I hate this. white wine. Like, I, I don't drink white wine. I don't buy white wine. I usually don't go to parties with white wine, so... I'm okay to try it now for the sake of... Neither do I. The fact, that it's, it's the fact that it's just jalapeno but. white wine? No, you or, know what? I used to be a really big, uh, you know... Uh, did you were, what, were you a wine noir, guy? Were you a wine guy? Yeah. But, so my, my, uh, my father-in-law grew up in France. and What part can you talk to me about? Uh, I, I have no idea. I, I know that he went to a French conservatory and, and he loves Bordeaux. Okay. And so every time I'd go over... Now my wife, but at the time my girlfriend's house, they'd have two bottles of Bordeaux and a bunch of French cheeses out, and it was incredible. And so I went from and a croissant, wee uh, wee. Oui, oui. uh, so you know, I went, I went from you know, <laughs> I went from that cabernet, you know, cabernet, pinot noir to just Bordeaux all the time. So I've just been really spoiled in that sense. By the way, playing at ACL this year, Bordeaux all the time. French band, they're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Good plug. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, someone right now is feverishly like googling. They're they're on they're on they're on GoDaddy. Be like Bordeaux all the time. Cheers. Cheers, you guys. All right, jalapeno white wine. Jalapeno white wine and Deadpool. Um, this is how white women die. They're like it's so spicy. Housewives across the world, are like oh Jesus, it burns me. It it is that kind of white wine that. Would be better yeah, okay. with ice cubes or something. Yeah. Every white wine better like with ice cubes. Stuff, so. <laughs> I mean, I, I like, like uh, <laughs> Elijah drinks Jameson. He's like, how is it? Is it spicy? I can't do spice. Elijah can't do spice. No, this is the and guy. Here, who, this, is the guy who gets, the, this is the guy who gets mild sauce at Del Taco, and he's like, Jesus, two packets? I only got seven tacos. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's, it's like, what the fuck? Are you guys trying to burn my mouth? <laughs> and he doesn't have a microphone, so he can't defend himself. <laughs> this is what I love. By the way, so Elijah was on a podcast that um, because it was so noisy at the Austin Beer Works, we, we couldn't, uh, we actually, we, we couldn't push it out. But uh, well, I, I put it up for a minute and then it was just so noisy. The background noise was so bad and it was so big and vaulted that it just sounded like shit. I took it down. But one of my friends listened and he goes, hey, um, you might not want that Elijah guy on your podcast again. I'm like, why? I was like... Uh, he sounds super racist. <laughs> no way. No way. And I said, what do you mean he sounds racist? He goes, listen, I would get it if he was black. But <laughs> I was like, hey. So I text Elijah. I'm like, hey, man, you don't sound black enough. Elijah. And he was just, <laughs> he's like, I, listen. I said, next time we do a podcast, you're going to have to announce that you're black. And he's like, I won't do that. And I was like, no, I'll announce no, it. Absolutely no. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely no. 
we, we, we did a panel once, uh, what was it, a year ago, Johnny Holden, reporter for uh, the Irish Times, giving plugs up. John, John, Johnny is, is is happily claiming homosexual as Nicole. Nice. And, and we, had the, same, guy. we yeah. had the same kind of issue come up that somebody in the audience said, you know, I really love this this topic. I love that you're talking about this, but I'm really uncomfortable that there's no diversity on, on the panel. There's a bunch of, of, of white males. And, and Johnny's sitting there moderating the panel. He goes, look, I, I am as homosexual as Nicole. And I'm proud and happy about it. If that's not the worst enough for you, I don't know what to do for you. Yeah, I can't, I can't I, help I just, you there. I was in the back of the room and I, I looked at him like, yes, thank Good you. for you, right? Johnny. And also, isn't it weird that... As, as I'm going to take right one now, from the guy. Oh, now. <laughs> I like the cartoon. Uh, I, I love I, I love that he, he still imagines unicorns. Well, she's, I mean, by the way, she's super... That's a concussion. Especially, uh, especially when, you get stabbed, when you get stabbed in the head, apparently you see unicorns. Yeah, Have you ever uh, watched on YouTube yeah. the, the whole thing where they're like, uh, where they do the, um, they walk through Home Alone and a doctor, like an ER doctor, commentates like, that's a third degree. Holy doctor. shit, that's a thing? Yeah, no, that's a thing. <laughs> no where, the, where this real fucking doctor is like, <laughs> this real doctor goes, yeah. uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a fourth degree burn, that person would lose their hand. Um, this person would be dead right now. Like when, when, and, and they go through this whole thing, and it's fucking hilarious. But I just want, like, I want to go through a superhero movie, and I want a city manager to be like, "That's ten million dollars." Oh, we just lost a warship. All right, that's a hundred million dollars. Um, okay, that's a, you know, and just go through the cost because every superhero movie has one fatal flaw. In the saving of what they love, they destroy everything else. Right. They destroy everything else. And I wonder, and it brings me to the question, right? In the saving of what you love, in the, in the, in the world of, of entrepreneurship and in the companies that you love, that you save, that you work so hard, what do you destroy? What did you destroy? Like I know, I've, when I did Star 38, I mean, I destroyed my reputation. For the idea of letting people know that caller ID doesn't work. In the world of Umbejo, I went, we went out and we, we, had, we couldn't have had more fun, but we didn't know how to control texting from a computer to a phone. And so people got pissed because you could have your stalker just blow your phone up, send 6,000 text messages, and, and we didn't know how to stop it. <laughs> But in the idea of sometimes, in every time of the idea of what I love, in the world of where I sit, in, in what I'm going after, like this, I run with blinders on, like a superhero going to save what they love or sure. save what they do, and I give zero fucks. And anything that's not on board, any person, I got pissed when I didn't. I didn't have an email address. I didn't have one thing up on 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 iTunes. I didn't have. A, we didn't have a website. Nothing. And I emailed Burt Kreischer and I said, hey, I want you to do this podcast. And Reg Tigerman got back and Reg said, hey man, he's not interested right now. I was pissed for a week. I didn't listen to Burt Kreischer for a week. Why? Fuck you, man. This is my podcast. <laughs> I'm running a thousand miles an hour at this. How dare you not want to do this? And then someone's like, mm, um, you, don't even have a, you don't even have an email address that even says that you're a fucking podcast. You're emailing from your personal email address. I'm like, yeah, well, Tim Kennedy said yes. I'm like, okay, you got lucky once, you fuck. I'm stuck on the question though of destroying something. What, what are you because, doing with the podcast? Because, I, no, I'm I, so, so I, it's that I will, 
I will burn, not bridges, but I will, in the love of wanting to do this podcast, in the idea of, of going after it and grabbing guests and, and throwing things up and doing random things like this, I will destroy as far as like, anyone who says no to me, anyone who's like, that's not going to work. I don't want to be a part of that. Screw blah, blah, blah. I'm like, screw them. I'm like, you're, no longer on, you're no longer on my list. Now, Bert, different different scenario because he's still on my list. God love you, Bert Kreischer. Um, <laughs> no, but seriously, fuck but you. But seriously, seriously. <laughs> fuck you, I love you, you fat bastard. I'm going to get Tom Segura before I get you. That's not true. There you go. Uh, but no, so it's, it's a weird, like, I look at some people and I say, hey, do you want to do this? Or hey, what do you think about this? Or I talk to artists and I go, do you want to do a shirt design with Jesse Mae Pelusa? And now I'm going to take the Talking During Movies logo that we paid for and created. I'm like, what's your interpretation of this to help stop MS? What does that look like to you? I'm like, I need $5,000. I'm like, fuck off. I'll never talk to you again. What I'm, what I'm, what I'm curious about, though, is there, there's a fine line between not listening. Yeah. The feedback, especially when you're building companies. Right. And, and not agreeing and telling people to fuck off. And I'm wondering, I'm wondering just since you brought it up. Yeah. In the case of this show, in the case yep. of what you're doing here. Where have you figured out where that line is? What are you, what so are you I love, I love to listen to feedback. I have, you know, it's, it's funny, I'll, you know, poor Elijah, he doesn't have a microphone. But he tells me all the time, he's like, hey, for man. A reason, though, you know, right? you know, it is for a reason. <laughs> it sounds, <laughs> sounds not a good idea. He sounds too white. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I think we have a diverse I know. Uh, but it's so. He is um, white, by the way. But he is, he is, for everyone who wants to know, Elijah's white. <laughs> he's Jewish and he's white. But here's the funny thing. So. I love the feedback, and I'm super critical of every episode. Like, I have him tell me, he's like, dude, take it fucking easy. You're doing better in six weeks than podcasts do in a year. Calm down. I'm like, no, horrible show. Hate it. Hate the sound. Hate the sound of my voice. Don't like this. Don't like the way this ended. I did a shitty sign-off. Fucking hate everything. And he's like, dude, you got to calm down. I'm like, that's not true. And so I listen, and I'm aggressively bad at myself. I, I, like, I want to letterman the shit out of this. Like, well, every, everybody's their own worst enemy. But no, I, I don't believe that at all. No, I, I, I believe 90% of people are their best cheerleader. And they're like, I did a great job. You know what? You literally just explained the antithesis of that situation. <laughs> right, 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 right. And, and, and I wonder if that's not the answer I'm seeking. You're willing to destroy yourself. You're willing, yes. to, you're willing right. to figure out that you don't have a fucking clue and, and you're not any good at this. And, and um, Yep, 100%. Right? And, and you suck on the microphone and, and you don't sound good. And you're willing to say, screw that. I'm going to yeah. destroy that in order to make this work. Exactly. I think that's interesting. I think that's... That's how I approach weird. everything. Well, because not everybody does, right? The first few startups that I did, right. when you ask questions, what struck me, the first startup that I did was uh, uh, ZBEX. It was a search company for things to do in, in you know, local environments. Now there's a ton of them, right? Especially mm -hmm. here in Austin, we got a ton of them. And, and I, I'm thinking back on your question, and I'm realizing that we were absolutely willing to destroy the newspaper industry. We were willing to do it. We knew that in order for this startup, 15 years ago, to succeed, we were acknowledging that we were going to destroy the way the newspaper space worked for events, for things to do, in order to recreate it, in order to fix it. Yeah. Which was interesting. And, and now, with this show, in order to figure out what you're doing, whether or not what you're doing is going to be exceptionally successful, right? You tear something down. Mm -hmm. You got to tear yourself down. You got to get tortured. You got to you, you got to go through some experience that allows you to give no fucks about anybody or anything. But then, 
you've got to figure out what you're willing to destroy. There's the creative destruction, right? There's yeah. creative destruction that requires that in building something new, you do have to take it from something. You gotta, you gotta take the value, the equity, the audience, the opportunity, the capitalism. You gotta take it from somewhere else. Art, Begging the question, art, what art do you starts take? at the end of science, right? Art starts at the end of science. Now, now, hang on, that's interesting because art starts at the end of science. Art arguably doesn't actually destroy anything else; it only creates. Is that why art doesn't get funded by venture capitalists? There's yeah. no business in art. No, it gets funded by aristocrats. Creating, <laughs> but if you're only creating new ideas, yeah, we're not actually necessarily creating new opportunities. Sure. No, you got it. You got it. If you're not tearing something down, you're tearing yourself down. Right? And if you're not pissing people off, you're not doing it right. No, yeah. Right. I mean, if you're not if you're not out there and someone doesn't complain, I mean, look someone at Alex doesn't Jones. say something. But here's the crazy thing. Like, well, first of all, Alex Jones, you're welcome on the show anytime. We'll watch some weird fucking movie. We'll watch Eagle Eye or something. We'll about watch the birth of Barack Obama. Yeah. <laughs> we'll watch. We'll watch. We'll watch the moon landing, and we'll just talk about it. You know, how real it looks. But it's you know it's it's one of those things where I will, in the face of of someone saying, "Hey, if you change this, I'll write you this check, and we'll do this podcast, and we'll be your sponsor." Like, I had a sponsor tell me. Like, if you change your shirts and let me, because logos only go on the inside of the shirts. They do not go on the outside of the shirts. They're only on the inside. Why? Because no one's ever done it before. A. B. Logos on the inside of the shirts means when you have a nice t-shirt, you turn it inside out when you wash it, you're going to see that logo. It's different. It's never been done before. And when someone says, if you just put my logos on the outside, I'll write you this check. I'm like, fuck off. Do not talk to me again. I don't want your money if you change your mind. I don't. Destroy. Move forward. If you don't like the way I'm doing things, I'll go get a job and pay for it to get done the right way and make up fucking sponsors. Right. So guess what? People will actually talk about my fucking t-shirts because no one's talking about your t-shirts. You know why? Because you look like NASCAR. You're an idiot. But you know, you know what's funny though is you're, you're all fired some, up. Something that needs to be pointed <laughs> out is disgust is a very powerful emotion that has very positive effects. Yep. And, it, you know, a lot of people, instead of leveraging their frustration for being, you know, very proactive uh -huh. in production, uh, they kind of fall into this pit of despair. And so, you know, it, it takes a certain person with that tenacity to, to leverage that frustration into something productive. Yeah. Um, you know, but to, to go back, you know, the, the thing that I learned, and I didn't lose a hat when I moved here, or a mask. I lost it when I lost pursuing my creative passion, which was playing music. And it was doing what I assumed to be correct uh -huh. without being a good student and appreciating empathy and other people's input as a mm -hmm. good leader, right? I mean, good eaters eat last. Yep. So that to me was the big thing that I learned. And then moving here in a community that's very accepting of ideas, even though you know, they'll get coffee with you, tell you how great it is, and they won't ever call you again. Uh, something, something, something else to talk about another time. That's what has really pushed me beyond that. So, I, you know, I, I lost the mask when I lost the band. It wasn't when I moved. It's interesting. I mean, I, 
you know, in, in all this, and uh, you know, as you guys are listening, and the the, the, the Deadpool's over. Sorry, kids. Uh, you know, as as was when Iron Man ended when you and I did. It. <laughs> it's like, listen, if you guys are, are hoping to get a review of a, of a movie, I, I apologize. It's, it's it's not the way we work. It was good. It was good. Listen, good. Deadpool's great. Ryan Reynolds oh, yeah. is great. We chimed um, in when we needed to. When it was we chimed well in like when we needed to, yeah. but more yeah. importantly, like the and for people who are still listening and, and who have lost the idea or the the, the, the process of this. It is 100% about driving conversation on key notes, on key quotes, and key motivations in the movie, and what that does and how that influences. You know, and when you watch the movie five or six times or two times, and when you're with your friends, if you are sitting down with your four good friends or three good friends or 10 good friends, and you're watching the Super Bowl or you're watching a movie and you're watching it and no one's talking, you got to get new friends. <laughs> get new friends. Watch a movie at a movie theater by yourself and watch it. Right. But when your friends are around, you should be fucking talking. You should be engaging. You should be finding out what's going on, what's challenging them. How was your work week? What's going on? I play basketball three days out of the week. I play on Tuesday nights. I'm like, hey, man, how was your weekend? How was your Monday? Good. Your Tuesday's going to be shitty. Why? A 43-year-old man's going to score on you. Good luck, champ. You're 30. I'm going to fuck you up. Friday comes around. I'm like, hey, guys, how was your week? It was good. Fantastic. I cannot wait to beat you all into the dirt. This is going to be a great time. Sunday comes around. Everyone having a good weekend? Yep. Isn't it great that our, our wives let us get out here? 100%. Our kids are over in the corner. They're playing. I'm like, this is going to be amazing. You guys are younger than me. I'm going to make five three-pointers today, and I'm going to win about four games. This is what I do. I can't wait to beat you up to send you into Monday feeling like shit. I'm so excited. <laughs> but we're talking, we're fucking around, we're having a good time. My friends come over last night, I was out back with my buddies, we polished off a couple cases of beer, we had a good time, we had some music playing in the background, Huey a Lewis in the News, a Huey Lewis in the News pops up and I'm like, too bad he can't hear this, and he's gone deaf now. Oh, I, 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 thought you, I thought you started murdering that. No, guy. he's like, it's like, just, you know, it's like, hey, you know, it's just, a, hey, the harder rock and roll America's is still beating, Huey will never hear it again. He's, you know, he can't hear anymore. But it was one of those things where we're talking over music. If you love music, listen to it by yourself and fucking listen to it. When your <laughs> friends are around, you talk over it. The same thing with good movies or good TV. Right. You know, you just you do what it. Is, what, is, what is your next movie? What's my next one? Yeah, what's the next show? I'm curious. So we're doing it with Luck. Yeah. Uh, so we got we, we, we got Albert, the CEO of Luck. He's going to come. We got Sarah, this this data scientist who says she's also a sociologist, but. She can't, I mean, she reads me like she's reading Braille for the first time. She's so confused. It's going to be fun. Uh, we're gonna, confused or you're going to be confused. I, uh, well, <laughs> I think we're all confused. Jason Dick's going to be there, which I think is going to be hilarious. Yeah. Right? Jason loves to date. and That's a loose term. But um, I haven't picked out our movie yet. I, I had to cancel one that I thought was going to be fun. I think you would appreciate this. I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember Crazy People? Oh, sure. Yeah. So I was I had a VP of a PR firm, that want, a big PR firm in town that wanted to come in. And she had picked, like, Gone with the Wind and Dances with Wolves and, I don't know, some God other weird it. shit. And then, like, some romantic comedy. And I was like, great. We're going to watch Crazy People. And, crazy she's like, people. and she's like, what's that? And I'm like, I'm going to put your feet to the fire. I've done PR for 23 years. I cannot wait to just... And I'm not, it's not, I'm not a gotcha person. Like, I'm not going to, you know. No, 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 no. It's but, interesting, though. But, no. <laughs> 
But besides all the jokes, you, you don't gotta forget. torture the host a little bit. But you gotta yeah. torture yeah. some people yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And it's like crazy like people them. and the fact that everyone believes PR is a lie and marketing's a lie in some capacity and all that stuff is 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 bullshit. It's hilarious to go, all right, we're gonna dance now. Like let's you don't have to justify your being, but I think you do have to sit back and go, in my being, am I doing my best work? We years ago uh, when the freelance group just did, just had did, launched the Austin Freelance Group or whatever, Elijah got me on the board, uh, on, not on the board, uh, to, to sit up and do a conversation. And I said, you know, I give money back a lot. And every freelancer is like, mm, we don't give money back. And I'm like, no, I give money back. If I make someone a promise, they're like, I'm drunk, and I'm like, well, I'm going to get you on CNBC. It's going to be amazing. We're going to go home. And I get them on MSNBC and not CNBC. I get, and then they're like, hey, where's CNBC? You have to apologize for that. I apologize and I write him a check. <laughs> I'm like, here's some of your money back. You know why? Because I didn't deliver what I told you I was going to deliver. And everyone's right. like, you don't give money back. You don't do that. I'm like, I give money back all the time when I don't deliver. Now, when I do deliver and if I deliver early, I still expect those fucking checks to come through. Of course. And I do not care. And they're like, well, what about this? I'm like, did you pay for that? No. But you've got two weeks left in your contract. Great. I fulfilled my contract in two days That's instead right. of in three months. That's right. Keep paying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And the contradiction of that was hilarious when you saw other people go, I don't recommend you give back money, but I do recommend this. Have a further conversation. Maybe work a little bit more. Maybe try a new strategy. I'm like, no, bitch. Cut dead weight. If they paid you $5,000 and you didn't, you promised them CNBC to deliver it, give them $1,000 back and be like, I'm sorry, pay someone $1,000 to get you on CNBC. Evidently, I couldn't do it. My bad. And walk away. You hang out with that dead fish, you start stinking like dead weight, you start running around, then you walk in and you're like, oh, by the way, blah, 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 blah. You know what? You smell like fucking failure. <laughs> I'm just glad there was like post credit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this film supported thirteen you know, thousand like jobs. By the, way, you know. by the way, this is a Ferris Bueller riff right here, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, one of my favorite films. I'm going to do that. I, I need to find a high school dropout that's a CEO to do Ferris Bueller's Day Off. We well, can just start the next show with that. Bueller. Bueller. So, um, Albert, get over here real quick. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Albert's here. There's some. There's a lot of other people here, but so Albert wanted to come because uh, he kind of wanted to see what the format was like before he put his company in jeopardy. He didn't realize I was going <laughs> to give him like 20 shoutouts. That and was then he, smart. It was smart. I know. I was like, I'm just going to show up. Maybe I'm a do beer. this next time. Do this next time. But um, I'm going to hand you the mic. Uh, I just want to get your feedback on what you thought. Are you happy you didn't bring your marketing person? Uh, no, I think he just uh, was going to come really late, so I thought he can just. Uh, Chill out on this Friday. Chill out on this Friday. What'd you yeah. think of well, the products? I like the show. I really nice. Like it. I like you want some jalapeno wine? I would love some. I have a half a bottle of jalapeno wine. Not half a bottle. Not half a bottle. You've been drinking the whole time. So now, so by the way, let's give away to the crowd at this point. We're giving away to the crowd. We're going to need a. We're going to need a napkin. We don't. We don't mind our spill. Now, I mean, yeah, I pissed my pants. Shit's getting weird. It's getting weird here. There's bronies. There's little Milo ponies. Folks, we're done. Acid. It's almost dude. Not. I'm not. I'm not averse to acid. Hey, you know, I'm not mad at it. Hey, I'm not Jay, mad at Jason everybody. Yes, <laughs> yes, thank you much. yes. Thanks for having. Thanks for having us. No, hey, thanks, Mr. Paul. Elijah May and the Experience Firm. No, but Paul, thanks for, for setting this here. up. Like, I sent you a random message, and I was like, "Hey, man, 
do you think we can do Deadpool? And I know it's super short notice, but do you think we can make some magic happen? And you said, yeah, but can we do it here? And I was like, dude, we can do it anywhere you want to. More importantly, you are Thank you. our most popular guest. You have been our most popular to, guest. To date. <laughs> to date. Katarina, once again, uh, shout out. But seriously, you got to step your game up. You're in the chives. To date. It's on now. It's we're, on now. We're, we're, uh, it's we're, now a we're battle. setting up a pool. We're setting right? up a little yeah. battle. But no, uh, Paul Paul made this possible. Uh, Media Tech Ventures made this possible. I can't thank you guys enough. At uh, We Work Win is, is the... Uh, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> did I mess it up? <laughs> it's, it's okay. We've been watching Deadpool and we've been drinking. So, Holy uh, shit. What's the, what's the it, thing? You might go with Work Well Win. Work Well Win. Work right? Well Win, yeah. Work Well Win. Work Well... No, Work Well East. Well, East Austin is the, is the co- name. Correct. But on, on Instagram, it's at Work Well Win. Um, uh, Johnny's. Uh, Johnny, Johnny Kelly. So, Johnny so Kelly 9. The, the Johnny Kelly 9 is, uh, is Instagram and, 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 uh, and, and Twitter. Uh, but no, seriously, I mean, dude, you, you've been more than kind with your, with your time. Listen, don't fast forward this part, you fucks. You've been more than kind with your time. Uh, you've been more than kind with your with your resources, and we're going to tear this thing down, and we're going to talk about how we're going to take over the world with the mics off. But uh, being able to do it here and meet Johnny, and then and, and have some fun here, and it's it really, you know, it always it's always a thing where it's a blessing because it's it's a blessing when you live in Austin and you actually get out and you network and you leverage your friends and you call people and you say, hey. Make this introduction, do this. And Elijah made the introduction and did this. It's always it's it's such a it's such an amazing thing, this this city of entrepreneurs, of people supporting one another and saying, How are we gonna do this together? How are we gonna work together? What's gonna happen? You know, I I can't thank you enough. I, I really do mean that. It's it's awesome. Johnny, I can't thank you. I mean you do Awesome! Like we, we're, I had a blast. We're gonna do uh, School of Rock. Just he, you he and I. Yeah, yeah. We'll do um, we'll do School of Rock. It'll be fun. But and all that, um, you guys. Seriously, this you know this podcast is is successful because of not just good guests, but guests that actually support and promote and say, "Hey, I was on here," um, and, and 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 really let people know what's happening. And and that's it. Always blows my mind. When I see a post from you, or I see something, and you, and you or you like something on Instagram. The other day, uh, you like something, Elijah likes something, and then I have a bot that does that. Uh, you have like a bot. It. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get your. I need to get your bot. And then weirdly enough, what did I do this time? No. Jeremy Piven liked it. Well, right. And I was right, like, oh saying, fuck, look at this. My bot. Oh, Jeremy, yeah. well, look at Jeremy chiming in. You know, and then and and what Ryan Reynolds. Ryan think about Ryan you Reynolds. Uh, you know he hasn't he hasn't he hasn't messaged me I'll, back I'll, yet. I'll call him tomorrow. Let's call him and find out. we're gonna pressure the shit out of him just to, to do one of these one day. But all of that said, I mean seriously, like I am I'm always humbled, and it's always so much fun for me when I when I get to sit down and just laugh and drink and have a good time and watch a movie, and to consider this potentially a job or something fun or something that could could keep the lights on at the house, whatever you want to call it. It's it's amazing that that in this world that can happen. Fucking a, and that can happen yeah, yeah. with you guys, and that's fucking yeah. fun. Good that's people really doing fun. good things is a good time. It is. So with all of that, I say, gentlemen, thank you again, and uh, go to Succulent Studios. Don't be a prick. Have a good time. Cheers, everybody. 
we're going to load this. I got to put some theme music in the front and the back when my daughter sings, she had a poop and uh, we're out.